Blog Talk Radio.
Good evening, citizens of Earth. Welcome, humans. I merely tell you that the future of your planet is at stake. We have to ask you to try to stay calm, and it's important for everyone not to panic. I am authorized to assure you that so far there is no reasonable cause for alarm. We work for a highly funded yet unofficial government agency. Our mission is to monitor extraterrestrial activity on Earth. We are the men in black. You know what the difference is between you and me? I make this look good. It's awesome, baby! Ah, shucks now. Ah, shucks now. Excuse me. Put that. Hey, put that down. Oh, put that down. Put that down. Put that down. What a lighter. Oh, excuse me. You are now. You are now rocking with the best. This is Coach Kyrie of Original Native Radio. Lord have mercy. I got all this good stacked up high over here. I thought all of y'all was going to come by my spot. I told you who was smoking on me tonight. Well, at least I said I was going to have it for you. I told you I was going to have it for you. I'm just looking around at all these piles and piles of this sticky icky and this goody good right here. This is totally amazing what they'll let you do when you got your own radio network. This is totally, they just let you bring anything to the studio. Woo! Mm-mm. Is, is that Cat Williams at my door? Every time he come in the room, it smells like pine trees burning. Lord have mercy. What's happening, ladies and gentlemen? This is Coach Kyrie, and you are now rocking with the best. That's right. This is Original Native Radio, and you know every Tuesday night it goes up. Sometimes they say it's going down, but it's going up. It's going up in smoke tonight. You see what I'm saying? So, you know, we started off with the immortal, the immortal classic from the immortal demigod himself, Rick James. Mary Jane, I love her just the same. <coughs> Wait a minute, man, put that down. Y'all going to have to put some of that stuff in the in the in in some of them ashtrays around. We need more ashtrays. Okay, excuse me. Uh, okay. Whew, tonight's show, of course, is brought to you by who? www.relaxationisthekey.com. This one is going down in the archives. You got to relax as you... <sighs> Inhale. You got to relax when you inhale. That's what they all say. Because sometimes you got to. Got to breathe easy. Got to breathe easy. But look, tonight, you already know, talking about the sticky icky, the icky wicky, and that greeny green, 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 green monster that they call marijuana. It's been used for centuries. It was found in the tombs of King Tut. All the pharaohs had it. But it also was sent you to jail. Bob Marley talked about it. You see so many people all around the world. Big shots out go to Medicinal County over there in, over there in California. We know about y'all trying to pass that law to legalize it. But this is what we're talking about tonight is what is the real science behind Mary Jane? 
What is it? What is it? We all want to know. We want to smoke a little something before we get some sex. We Some uh, some people say it takes us to a whole nother level. And I know y'all been listening to some Tomatron on Tuesday night saying, well, what does the Mary, what's the Mary Jane got to do with it? it we, we didn't see it in 45 uh, 45 things to consume, or we didn't see it in the downside of nutrition. That's right. But there's too many questions out there for us not to go in on this particular subject here tonight. So you know I can't do this by myself. Y'all put your hands together <clears throat> for my main man. This is a dream come true. Greensboro Shaman himself, Charles Amsu. Okay. Originated radio to Amsu. Originated radio to Amsu. Your microphone is wide open. What's going on, big brother? I'm here, brother. I'm glad to be here. I'm working on the natural high tonight, guy. Here. <laughs> you said you working on the natural high tonight. I got to make sure. I got to make sure all, all of our family is in the room tonight too. I'm I'm still sending out texts over there to California. Big shouts out to Veteran Assassin. Big shouts out to uh, Authentic Video Works. Big shouts out to my man Tigo. Big shouts out to all my folks in the yeah. building who got just a little a little background knowledge. Shouts out to my man, Ski Boy. I'm going to be doing a lot of shouts out tonight, but, of course, big shouts out to you yourself and thanking you once again for putting me up on to the illustrious science that will be here for the next 10,000 years, symptometry. We're getting ready to enter the symptometry zone with this galactical broadcast. Are you ready? Absolutely. Man, you know, they've been talking about marijuana for centuries. You know that King Tut and them had the marijuana in their uh, in their tombs, and they used it for um, they used hemp to make clothes, and um, it was one of the largest cash crops that we had during slavery. Uh, uh, made way more money than tobacco. Did you know that? Oh yeah, oh absolutely. They made clothes with it. They made ropes with it. They they've used it in a lot of industrial applications. Definitely, yeah. Hemp has been used and it's still being used every day. Every day now, somebody, <laughs> he said it's being used. It's still being used every day. You're right. Now sometimes you know there's a right thin now. line between using it and abusing it. Okay. And that's one of the main reasons tonight why we had to get some scientific fact revolving around this particular subject tonight of using it and abusing it. So we didn't want to. I know a lot of people say, "Well, I got to come and check this show out." Is he gonna say smoke more? Of it, or is he gonna say don't smoke it? We just want to come and deliver the scientific facts, plain and simple, and let and let everyone be intelligent as their sales are honored or dishonored. Because that's what the science yeah. of symptometry is about: living living within your uh, your sale or call. Would you say I got that close, uh, Amsu? Oh, absolutely. And you know one thing that you know we've always you've heard heard people say before. You know they they speak of the herb in the Bible, so this is definitely going to be a, a <laughs> an enlightening. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> shouts out to all my Jamaicans that listen in tonight, all my Haitians, all my island Caribbeans listening to this special show. Thanks all for the newcomers into the show tonight. Please visit www.symptometry.com to find out more about this science of symptometry because you're going to be blown away tonight. If you're interested in the books or if you've missed some of our previous shows, please visit www.symptometrybooks.com. Symptometry, S-Y-M-P-T-O-M-E-T. 
T-R-Y Books, B-O-O-K-S dot com. Order yours today. And if I was you, anybody new, I would go back to episode one. Go back to show number one, some time with you, the best health care you've never heard of. All right? So without further ado, I think it's... It's not, it's not even a coincidence that the founder of Symptometry himself, Dr. Maxwell Nardi, also comes from a long line of herbalists. You know, he's a child of the water, uh, long uh, Ghana lineage over in, um, in, the, in the homeland of Mother Africa, but the brother also has a doctorate in natural health. He's also a trained doctor of homeopathic medicine with a solid background in cell biology, anatomy, physiology, naturopathy, nutrition, echocardiography, clinical sciences, quantum physics, as well as vaccines, microbiology, and food science. This is a dream come true. And put your hands together for my man, my teacher, the founder of the American College of Symptometry, Dr. Maxwell Nardi. Original native yeah, radio to Dr. Nardi. Original native radio to Dr. Nardi. Your microphone is wide open. How you doing tonight? Oh, fine. Thank you very much. And uh, I'm glad to be here and uh, I'm glad uh, to be part of this celebrated program because uh, we are here to enlighten the world and uh, people are catching on and uh, it's making waves and uh, people are really benefiting from uh, your program. And uh, I think uh, it's time that we, we did more and more and more of this program. And the topic that we are coming to discuss today is marijuana. And we would like to discuss um, its, its, its benefits and also its downside. Don't forget that we live in a world of opposites. Where um, to every good, there is also some, a bad aspect. But um, what we in symptometry we do is we don't just look at the herb per se, um, because I studied botany, and uh, there's a vast botanical data bank, and uh, I researched marijuana from this data bank, and I saw what other scientists um, have done, and there's the volume of research on marijuana is so humongous that uh, I decided not I decided not to not to not to reinvent the wheel. The wheel mm-hmm. has been invented three hundred thousand times, and then uh, if I go and do the same thing, I'm going to get the same results. So why why, why do it? But um, I found something very interesting that some homeopathic um, researchers did. Uh, very, very interesting. So this is what adds a new dimension to what I'm going to say today because many botanists were not privy to this information and uh, uh, many uh, scientists of the pharmaceutical industry were also not privy to this information. So um, I will discuss all this uh, with you tonight. Dr. Nardi, you know, uh, every week we pick up some new listeners who are interested in the science of symptometry who have never heard of it. They have heard of marijuana, but they may not have heard of symptometry. And, you know, I also have a a wide range of listeners. So before we get started, could you please 
to my 15- and 16-year-old listeners who may be listening or 18-year-old listeners, please introduce the subject of symptometry initially as we lay the groundwork for going into this show dealing with marijuana. Okay, thank you. Um, Symptometry is a therapeutic science because it is not medicine, it is not any branch of alternative medicine. It is therapeutic science. What do we mean by science? It investigates every ailment in the human body in order to add, in order to in order to determine what is causing this ailment. Is it a blockage in the cell that is causing the ailment? If there is a blockage, you ionize it, you remove it. If it is blood that is filthy and is causing a fever, you don't give Tylenol to a person who has fever. You remove the filth from the person's blood. If the person uh, is pale, very, very pale, it, it don't, 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 don't give any products that will, that, will, that will make the person's skin to glow. What you do is you remove filth from the person's blood so that um, the red blood cells will be able to circulate properly. If the person has a swelling, you don't, you don't put ice on the person's foot, ankle, or foot, uh, or leg, or so on and so on and so forth. No. You increase the number of lymphocytes, white blood cells that work in the lymph so that they go and eat away all the the, the garbage called called lymph in the lymphatic vessels. So we work at the root level, where there is DNA, where there are cells, where there are nerves, and where there is circulation. So we bypass anatomy and physiology in order to work at the cellular level. We investigate before we know what to do. Basically, this is symptometry. Mm, thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, one of the reasons, one of the, one, and, and one of the big things that, <clears throat> to me, brought it in is because there's so many myths. For a subject that has been so researched, there are so many myths surrounding the subject of marijuana. And a lot of people just come right in and say, oh, uh, uh, it destroys your brain cells. So anytime I hear the word cells, I say symptometry. Let me go get a cellular expert. So, Dr. Nardi, if you would please, could you even take us back and give us a little history about the subject of um, marijuana? Because me and as me and Amsu were talking, even the even the kings of ancient Egypt had marijuana in their sarcophagus with them. It was a large cash crop here in the United States during slavery. And then during the 1800s, it was banned, but there are still many household products and many uses for marijuana today. Yes, thank you. Um, you know, marijuana <laughs> dates back to, 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 to the dark age. I mean, the shamans were using them for ceremonies. The shamans used them uh, because 
they had an effect on the brain. Most of them did not know that most of them did not know um, why this particular plant uh, uh, had so much importance in ceremonies, in rituals. This was passed on from generation to generation. The pharaohs also had it because it has a calming effect. It has a calming effect because don't forget that those days there was so much violence. There was so much violence. So they needed something to calm them down. And they all resorted to marijuana. The people who were very poor, very, very poor, also used marijuana. Why? Because it worked. Now we know how it works on the hypothalamus, but then they did not know. It, it, it helped them to, I mean, uh, to, 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 to avoid hunger. They were not they were not feeling hungry. So they could work and work and work. And the pharaohs liked it also because it makes their workers, to the, the slaves, to work and work and work on the pyramids and without complaining. But here was the problem. There were many mistakes that were made. And some of these, some of these boulders rolled over many slaves because things were not properly done, because mistakes were made. After working people to death like this, you have to know what else to do. So the pharaohs learned to discontinue using marijuana on the populace, but they kept it to themselves. That's why when they died, some of them had some marijuana. Because they assumed that you continue to smoke some, 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 some joint uh, after death. I mean, who, who, who smokes something when, when you are dead? Well, that was the level of understanding at that time. So that is okay. That's why you found them in, the, in, in, in some, of the, some of the burial sites. And this went on also in Peru, in, in Central America, in uh, South America, and uh, in, in, Indian, in, uh, in uh, Asia, and so on and so forth. The Polynesians also used that. So it has, uh, it has a long, long history because it was good for what it did. It has, it has, it has a good cooling effect calming effect, and it was also very good, it was a very good aphrodisiac, you know, uh, it helped people to enhance their sexual performance, so that was uh, another reason that uh, they, they love marijuana very much, um, they, so basically, this is the history that you, you may find in other places, and uh, it's, uh, many, many authors I've written books on, on, on them, and, uh, and these books are available. But here is the situation. Also, don't forget that even the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the U.S. Army, in the U.S. Army and the U.S. Air Force, they, was, they were also using a lot of marijuana during the war because, you know, uh, 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 the ready-to-eat meals were not available immediately because uh, sometimes uh, when, the, when, the, when the trucks, and when the, uh, the the vehicles that were that were transporting the meals ready to eat meals uh, were bombed, you know they were cut off because the supply lines were cut off. So what did the soldiers 
have to rely on. They had to smoke some marijuana to keep them going, and they did not feel they did not feel hungry. You see, but the downside is uh, when uh, when they when they, when after the war, uh, they continue the process. They con- they continue the habit of uh, of smoking it, and then it took a toll, a sad toll on them. And uh, you see, most many of these alcoholics, uh, most of these. Um, uh, homeless uh, people who are alcoholics, uh, most of them have continued to to, to smoke it, and uh, the, the biggest mistake that they made was they combine uh, the cannabinoids of uh, these are chemicals in the in marijuana. There are over 400 different chemicals in marijuana. They combine the cannabinoids with aldol in alcohol. And then that was a deadly combination. You don't do that. And uh, unfortunately, most of our veterans have lost their bearings in the world today because uh, uh, their brain chemicals, uh, their brain chemistry is way off base right now uh, because of this combination. You don't mix the cannabinoids in in, in marijuana with alcohol. If you want to to smoke uh, your, your joint, fine, go ahead and do it. But uh, don't drink alcohol. If you do that, uh, uh, your brain chemistry will be totally out of whack, and uh, you will suffer the consequences. And then the second part is, which is worse, is it will help your cells to deconstruct, to break down faster, and produce more blockages. And then there will be plaque all over your blood vessels. And once you have plaque, it's going to affect your thinking process in the brain. And if it's in the judgmental, the judgment area in the hippocampus, it's going to affect your reasoning. It's going to affect your perception. And this is what, this is what we call hallucination. Hallucination of sight or hallucination of vision and hallucination of hearing. You know, somebody told you to go and do this. Nobody told you to do that. That's called hallucination of hearing. You see. Um, this is as far as uh, marijuana is concerned. That was just the broad picture. But marijuana has some good benefits. It has some good benefits. And uh, uh, as a scientist, I cannot tell you only about the negative aspect. I have to tell you also about the, the positive aspects of marijuana. Even though I don't smoke it, I don't, uh, I don't do it. But, uh, hey, the near father, I don't do it. That's not mean that I don't have to... Uh, discuss the, the positives of marijuana. There are, there are 12 cannabinoids, uh, chemicals in marijuana that are, that are part of the THC. The, the name is so long that when I'm discussing things on the radio like this, I just do my best to stay away from uh, all these technical terms. Um, they help to to regulate sugar. They, they, they are glycosides. They are glycosides. They these are the chemicals that that work exactly like like cortisol. You know, the, you see, the, unless you mix the cannabinoids with alcohol before, you are going to have diabetes. But if you stay alone, if you stay with um, with marijuana alone, it will be difficult, if not impossible, for you to have diabetes because it has cortisol, a lot of cortisol. Cortisol is the excellent sugar regulator. And if you produce a lot of cortisol, you never have diabetes. Never, 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 never. 
So by you producing a lot of cortisol, you are going to you are going to prevent diabetes and pain. Cortisol is also good for preventing the nerves for uh, from releasing the pain impulse. Women who smoke uh, marijuana uh, uh, seldom um, experience menstrual cramps. Seldom, <laughs> seldom, no menstrual cramps. And then they wonder why. Okay, when they stop smoking marijuana, the the cramps are coming back. Well, it was because you use a product that produces a lot of cortisol, and cortisol has two sides. It also helps to regulate sugar. You never have diabetes, and then it helps to prevent pain. Uh, many people uh, have a very, very high pain threshold. You know, you hurt them, you hit them, they don't feel any pain. It's because of marijuana. Um, uh, I already said initially that it helps the cells to produce the enzyme that stops the hypothalamus from making a person hungry. So I mentioned that earlier. And then it helps the cells to produce a lot of um, the, the cells of the adrenal gland to produce a lot of epinephrine. Epinephrine is the hormone that helps the cells, I mean the, the, the arterials to relax. I mean, you 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 not have high blood pressure if you study if you, if you if you smoke marijuana you will not have high blood pressure because you have a lot of epinephrine epinephrine relaxes epinephrine relaxes the the, the arterioles and it works with the vagus nerve in order to regulate blood pressure I mean immaculately so if you want to prevent high blood pressure smoking marijuana is a good way to go. Uh, uh, it's very hard to see it's, 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 it's almost impossible to see a person who smokes marijuana who is involved in, uh, in, in domestic violence because the person is quiet he's cool, he's collected everything is, everything is alright, it's okay, I'm forgiving you it's okay, you step on his toe, it's alright it's okay, it's okay, and we all make mistakes it's, that person is ready to forgive you you see it's, it's, very, it's very rare to see people who smoke marijuana uh, who engage in domestic violence or hurt other people. They just want to sit quietly in their car, you know, and, uh, and then uh, and do what they, what they do best. But it is only when they begin to mix the cannabinoids with aldol in alcohol that very soon their life will be over. Because it is just an, like an explosion. The two don't mix. The two don't mix. Mm. They don't mix. If you want to smoke your marijuana, go ahead and do it. And because it's very good for, for, for preventing pain or for stopping pain, that's why it's excellent for headache. It's excellent for chronic migraine. It's excellent for glaucoma, is excellent for toothache. Anything that is associated with pain, marijuana is there. Marijuana is there. So, uh, this is what is good about it. And the reason, the reason it is better than, than uh, the drugs that are made, all the drugs that are made from marijuana, 
there are two minutes of that I for marijuana that uh, show Sativex uh, uh, that is manufactured Sativex uh, uh, it is very good for the treatment of neuropathic pain and spasticity in patients who suffer from multiple sclerosis uh, it is a good pain medication for people who have cancer you know where the pain is, 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 is unbearable uh, that is good but here is the difference. A person who smokes marijuana has all the chemicals that are working together. The chemicals are working together. This is why the person who smokes marijuana will not have a violent side effect. But a person who takes a drug that is made from marijuana will, will have a terrible side effect. Why? Because the scientists, pharmaceutical scientists only isolated and used one chemical and threw away the remaining 400 chemicals. You don't do that when you work in botany. Everything works, everything, all the chemicals work in synergy. They work together. So once you, once, if, you take, if you take out one chemical, you are going to cause an imbalance. You are going to cause an imbalance in the person in, in, in the user's body. So by using only one chemical to produce sativex, uh, and by using only another another chemical to produce uh, donabinol, uh, that is that is used for the treatment of nausea and vomiting and migraine, um, you are going to have a serious problem. You know. Then they, you have a human made uh, you have human made a THC inhaler also. You have you, another drug that is that is called uh, nabinol that is used for, for for treating nausea and vomiting. And unfortunately, unfortunately, if a woman, if a pregnant woman, because of her nausea and vomiting, is given this drug, the child that will be born will have a natural propensity to smoke marijuana. Mm. So please, this is why I recommend that pregnant women don't accept any drug under any, under every, under any circumstance, sorry they should not accept a drug because if that drug is made from a chemical from marijuana, you are going to predispose your child to marijuana. And very soon, it will not be marijuana, it will be cocaine, it will be methamphetamine, and so on and so forth. Look at, look at Mississippi, look at other parts of Alabama, Alabama where they have so many meth, meth labs and all that. How did these children become so addicted at a very early age? 13 years old, 14 years old. Well, it is in their blood. It is in their blood. Ask a question. Did their mother suffer from prolonged nausea when they were pregnant? Yes. What did they, what did, what did they do to stop, to stop this condition? Oh, they were given a drug. Who gave you the drug? Oh, uh, my, my doctor, my family doctor. And today, 
This, this is what is happening in rural America. This is what is happening in rural America. Because there are drugs that are made from a single uh, chemical from marijuana and are, are being given to people who do not know their left from their right. They are taking advantage of this, of, of this under-informed people. I will not call them ignorant. Ignorant is an insult. I will not call them ignorant. I will say they are under-informed. You see, if these people had access to symptometry, they would never have had this. I have, I have women who experience nausea and vomiting during, during the early uh, months of their pregnancy. Right away, I tell them that your hypogastric nerve is massively congested. I give them a particulate, and that's it. The nausea and vomiting stops. And then the baby, I mean the, 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 the fetus, is going to, uh, the embryo, sorry, is going to have good nourishment. The embryo, the embryo will turn into a fetus, will continue to have good nourishment until it becomes a baby, and the baby will be born without any problem. So the kind of addictions that we have now depends on the kind of drugs that pregnant women were given by physicians when they were experiencing certain uh, medical conditions during the pregnancy. Mm. So we do not just stop there. This is symptomatic. We keep digging deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper until we get to the root of the problem. This is symptomatic. We keep, we keep going. No one is going to stop us. We just keep going. That's how I was able to make all these connections. Mm. Research extends into infinity. Yeah. Dr. Nardi, now, because sometimes people may take the words and they'll say, well, ooh, ooh, uh, he said that it helps prevent diabetics. I mean, he, it helps prevent diabetes, so diabetics should smoke marijuana. That's not a statement that you just made, <laughs> is it? Well, you see, that's not what I said. I presented the positives. And now I'm going to discuss the negatives. Mm, mm, okay. I'm a scientist. I'm a scientist. I don't only put, put, discuss one side. I always put, you look, look at the downside of nutrition. You know, you have the positives and you have the negatives. Mankind is lost in the wilderness of ideas today because they have only, they have only been, been exposed to one side. Of the truth. This is not fair and this is not right. This is what we are correcting. This is what we are correcting now. We are taking mankind back to the starting line. We are taking mankind back. Let's go back to the starting line. How things should have been five million years ago. Look at two sides of the story. Don't just get one side. Don't just give one, one side to a person. When, the, when, when marijuana was reduced to subatomic particles, and it is in the registry today, when marijuana was reduced to subatomic particles, 
My God. And you use the Rema laser to examine it in the laboratory. Mm-hmm. It lights it lights up just like a ten thousand stars in the sky. The amount of vibrations in this particulate oh man, this explains why it kills one thousand six hundred and fifty five diseases. Can you say that number again, please? 1,655 diseases. 1,000. If you have, if your foot is swollen and your ankle is swollen, I give it to you, the swelling is going down. If you have stiff knees, your knees are stiff. Your, your knees will not be stiff again. If your whole left leg is contracted, that you cannot stretch it. If you had severe pain in both knees, if you have pain, severe pain under your big toe, your big toe, your big toe is hurting so bad. If your, if your pulse it's only between it's between 55 and 60. This is called bradycardia in medical terms. I told you I work as an echo, echocardiographer. If it is bet, below uh, between 45, sometimes we, 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 we check the pulse of some people. Their pulse is so low. And they are still alive. All you have to do is Give him five particulars of this of this thing that is made for marijuana. I have a person who has a very, very low pulse. I give it to him. The pulse is back to normal. In, or in another person, it's taking a long time because there's too much garbage in, the, in, in, in his cells. So we have, to, we, have to, we have to keep working at it. If you have trichospic uh, regurgitation, that is heart murmur, or you have mitral valve prolapse, or another form of heart murmur, this, this particulate that is made from marijuana will clear it in less than 24 hours. If you have ovarian tumors, tumors in your ovary, you see, um, I have a woman too, she called me to tell me that she, 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 has, she has become pregnant, she's 42 years old, she has been trying to get pregnant for a long, for a very, very long time. And she, 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 couldn't, she couldn't make it. She couldn't. She called me to inform me that uh, she's pregnant. What did I do? I gave her a particulate. I gave her a series of particulates, including this one. I gave her a series of particulates to remove her ovarian tumors. Mm. I gave her another particulate to remove the blockage in her tube, in her fallopian tube, so that the egg will be able to travel to fuse with the sperm. Many people are infertile because there is a blockage in the fallopian tube. I have the particulate for that. I have the particulate for ovarian tumors. If you have a tumor in your ovary, symptometry is here. Don't go to a, 
uh, physician to, to, to perform surgery on, on your ovary? If you if if you have if you are younger, I did it. I did it twice. So a young girl was not able to have her menses. She was 16 years old, and she has not yet had her menarche. First, first menstruation, not yet. Symptometry helped her, and she had her first menses. This is what we do. We don't just stop at the plant called marijuana. We reduce it to subatomic particles. Then we use the Rama laser to, to determine the vibrational level. It is this vibrational level that helps a symptomatist to prescribe them correctly. You, when I'm prescribing, I will tell you, take this Monday, Wednesday, Friday, once a day. I know the amount of vibrations that are in these particulates. If you break the rules and you are not able to sleep, well, it's because you produce too much, too many vibrations. If you don't call me to correct the problem and you say, okay, all right, the body heals itself, it's going to correct itself. Well, you are going to have more problems. Call me quickly. And I will tell you, okay, you broke the rule, let's go back to the beginning. They, they have vibrations. God created them too. They have vibrations, and we have vibrations. So if you want a person to heal, you have to match the person's vibrations with the particulate. When people call for symptomatic treatment, they are so impatient sometimes. <laughs> they are so impatient sometimes. I have to I have to start work at about two a.m. in order to get the right vibrational match for the person. If I don't give you the right vibrational match, it will be difficult for you to heal. Give me some time to put all these things together. Oh, I sent my money two weeks ago, and uh, still I have not heard from you. So I'm calling to see uh, what is happening to my package. What is that? What happened when you didn't hear of symptomatic? When you didn't know about symptomatic? What were you doing? <laughs> Here it goes. They're just a little impatient, Dr. Nardi. <laughs> I think that's I think that's a lot to do with the nervous energy and we as a society are always looking for quick fixes. I know Seabock Willow came in last week and said people come into Whole Foods and instead of going to the food section they go into the supplement section. And people are <laughs> oh, yeah. have a large misunderstanding that symptometry is like some of the other um, supplemental herb uh, distributors that you just are saying, I'm just going to give them some herbs. Let me just go over here and pull some herbs when they have not yet realized that symptometry is dealing with 
the vibration of some of subatomic particles. And two o'clock in the morning is one of the best times in the morning to do research because everyone is asleep. Now, Dr. Well, Nardi, um, earlier you said about children. Um, oh, but before I go into my questions, thanks everybody. We got the the, the, the call queue is blow blowing up. The people in the chat room are blowing up. The call in number is three four seven two zero five nine zero eight nine. Don't wait until I make the announcement that I'm opening up the chat room. If I was you, I'd go ahead if you got a question and get in now. And press one because it's going to be flooded when I say I'm opening up the lines. So I'm going to open up the lines in about another 12 to 15 minutes. So I know we're going to have a lot of Q&A. And Dr. Nardi still hasn't touched on one of the uh, larger aspects um, of the of the issue. He's he's just giving you the scientific facts right now. He's giving you the ups, the downs, the sideways, the backwards, the the, the flips, the ins and the outs. So, Please call in. We definitely thank everyone for listening in tonight to this monumental show, giving us the facts and unveiling the mysteries behind marijuana. Mary Jane, the Smokey, the Goody Good, all those things that we might want to call it all the nicknames. But Dr. Nardi, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, yeah, I had a question for Dr. Nardi because I know he, he, he talked about the particulars and he also talked about the, uh, the positive effects that marijuana has. My question is, what um, effects does smoking have on the bloodstream, and especially you know, uh, marijuana, and how it actually affects the cells and the blood? Um, uh, one thing, one thing, one thing, one thing about uh, uh, um, that's what I was I was going to discuss. I was going to discuss the downside so far i gave you the upside of uh, of marijuana uh, with the downside the downside of marijuana is um, it removes the some of the cannabinoids the chemicals remove nitrous oxide from circulation and uh, the more you keep smoking it the more problems you are going to have as far as circulation is concerned and you see, the, the human body has 220 segments. The segment that will be deprived of, of nitrous oxide, especially if it's the brain area around the hippocampus or the pleasure center, what you are going to have is instead of enough blood there, you are going to have receptors there. And this is what is going to create the craving in uh, of, of certain certain things, it's not only a craving for for for, for marijuana. You you're going to have, you're also going to have craving for sugar. You're going to uh -oh. have craving for alcohol. Uh oh. You see, <laughs> you're going to have craving for sugar, craving for alcohol. You're going to uh -oh. have craving for craving for acids. Acids. Uh -oh. You you like acids. Why why do you like acids so much? Well, oh, I, need, I need some pickles. If in the morning, if I don't have some pickles, I have some. I have salt root. Oh yeah. You 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 clear your salt root with pickles. Something that is so acidic. You are on the path on the slow march 
to self-destruction. You are on a slow march to self-destruction. So this is what I'm going to talk about. The downside of marijuana. The strong vibrations of THC are such, is such that, uh, are such that they alleviate pain associated with cancer or glaucoma. But it does not remove the cause of cancer or the root cause of glaucoma. When you have glaucoma, it is because the canal of sclem that drains the eye is blocked. This is what raises pressure in the eye. And it is, that, it, is, it, is that, it is the process of raising pressure in the eye that is called glaucoma. There are different, different kinds of glaucoma. But the, 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 the kind or the name is totally irrelevant. Glaucoma is glaucoma. Something happened to the canal of sclen. And marijuana that you are smoking is not going to dislodge, it's not going to remove this blockage from the canal of sclen. You keep smoking it, and it will take care of your glaucoma, then eventually you become blind. You, become, you begin to have floaters, floaters in your vision. Floaters are tiny, tiny dots. Anytime you open your eye, to, <laughs> anytime you want, you want to see something, you, you try to look at a bottle, there, there, is, there, is, there, there are so many uh, black dots or white dots that are clouding your vision. What is that? They are called wow. floaters. Wow. They are called floaters. You have damaged the nerves that that that's that's that nourish your your your, your lens. You've damaged the nerves that nourish the lens. This is what marijuana does. It covers the vibrations are so strong that they cover the mask. That is the right word. They mask the root of the problem. So that you deconstruct. So that you decay and decay and decay and decay. Until eventually, your heart will stop beating. You kiss the good world goodbye. Wow. Wow. So so now people were just thinking that, oh, smoking marijuana is good for glaucoma, but now you're coming back and saying that these floaters are created. Floaters, yeah. 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 And so therefore that is, so therefore that seems like it's affecting the liver as well then. Because Everywhere, because don't forget that the liver, the liver and the colon supply the, the liver and the colon supply the raw materials for the entire human body. The liver and the colon. So if your liver is not able to convert essential amino, uh, essential amino acids to non-essential amino acids so that you produce a lot of peptides and all that for the brain and for other parts of the body, then what are you doing to yourself? You'll be an empty shell moving from bus stop to bus stop, from office to office, from supermarket to supermarket. Some of these people that you see them around, look, don't, don't slap them. 
Don't kick them. Don't punch them. If you make a mistake, you 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 you, you are you, you you're going to be accused of of homicide. You kill somebody. It's an empty shell that is walking in front of you. Doctor Nardi, so when you're talking about these side effects and of smoking excessive marijuana, where we want tickles or we want to start these cravings come, um, and then we start uh, making poor decisions. Normally, you know, um, how how can you talk about the downside of marijuana in an addictive culture? Because we in America, the Western Hemisphere, live in addictive culture as well as us already having the problem of being cultural eaters. We like the mm-hmm. munchies. They call the they call the munchies. So can you talk about smoking marijuana and the munchies? Oh, I need to eat this. I want like you said, I want the sugar to come in. I want um of course they want some alcohol. And please, what is this what is this thing about my mouth is so dry? How is why is the body becoming dehydrated when we smoke marijuana? The body, the body. This is this is this. Or you see, the 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 side the side effects are so many that I will not recommend that people smoke marijuana. I will not because the vibrations are so strong that. They will mask everything. Look. Do you know why, even though there were diseases in those years, the, the, second, the second reason that people could not have a long life five million years ago, 10,000 years ago, the reason is <laughs> marijuana was finishing people left and right. Because they were decaying slowly. They were decaying slowly. How how old were how old were the pharaohs before they died? How old were the pharaohs before they died? Thirty six mm. years old? Thirty six and old. Thirty six years old? These people were decaying. You are talking about addictions. <laughs> when I was when I was telling, I don't I don't want to mention a, a famous uh, doctor's name because he's, he's as, as, uh, he used to be on Larry King a lot, and he was a, a health guru, and I read his book, and he was saying that uh, uh, everybody is addicted because you have to be addicted to something. <laughs> I just shook my head. I'm I'm sorry, that is not true. I am not addicted to anything. I'm not addicted to anything. So by saying that everybody has everybody is addicted to something, that is not true. Right there. I shut it down right there. <laughs> it is the first go always go to the beginning. Pregnancy. Pregnancy. That is why we do pregnancy management. That's why we do pregnancy management. Never accept a drug from a physician if you are pregnant. Never. Because 
if the child that you are going to you are going to deliver has a trace of cocaine or marijuana in his system or her system <laughs> by by age 14 15 the craving will start the craving will start now you have dry mouth dry vagina uh, dry throat mm. dry skin dry this dry that don't forget there are cannabinoids chemicals from cannabis from marijuana that prevent osmosis osmosis is a process whereby water leaves an area of high concentration to an area of low concentration so that water and moisture is evenly distributed throughout the entire body from your scalp all the way down to your heels and to your toes. Oh, wait, 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 Dr. Nardi, wait a minute. So you're saying that marijuana could even cause dry scalp and dandruff? Yes, sir. And the worst the worst the worst part is it also cause dry eyes. Your eyes are dry. You, then, then you go then you go to an eye doctor, what is he going to give you? He's going to give you an eye drop. Hey, go ahead, go bro. Back, I can't, go I'm speechless over go here right now. Soft. I'm frozen right now. I need your help. Okay, okay, all right. Dr. Nardi, I, yes, I have a, a question. Um, it seems that times that I, I read stories or hear articles about people who have ingested marijuana having these very, very horrific type experiences, you know, whether they bake cookies or brownies and things like that, as opposed even more so than people who smoke it. Could you expound on how digesting it differs from smoking it? No, digesting it, you see, you, 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 have, you have enzymes, you have enzymes working on a product that has been subjected to heat. Heat changes the molecular structure of the product. Mm. Why, why do we always use a lot of heat? Why do we burn certain things? Why do we apply heat when we are in the lab? Why? Because heat application, especially on flame compared to coil heat or... Uh, 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 this is plate heat. Flame heat is totally different. That's what we use all the time in the laboratory. So once this thing gets into your digestive system, the, the molecular structure has already been, been changed. Once it gets into your body and then your digestive enzymes work on them again, is totally different from a person who smokes, who, who inhales the smoke of marijuana. Uh, I mean, it's totally different. 
So you can have cookies from that. You even have hemp milk. You even have hemp milk, which is when we tested it. I mean, the amount of uh, the, the the amount of uh, 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 fat is 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 less, and it has it has a lot of amino acids and vitamins. Yes, hemp milk is good. It's nutritious. But it's, not, but it's not one of the 45 foods, though. No, I did not I did, I did not put it there because I do not know who um, who is is is, is uh, who has an addiction to something, and then uh, this is this might make it worse. So that's why that's why uh, symptomatic left it out. If you if you can get if you can get the same supplies from other sources, why don't you go to those sources? And why do you have to stick to the source uh, uh, that, that may cause a problem in the future? Because don't forget that most of us started life on an on even playing field. On even playing field. Some people started life with more health problems than others. And all this started during pregnancy, during the gestation period. So why do you want to expose such, such people who are very vulnerable to something again that is going to make the condition worse. If you have some assurance that the person is optimally healthy, okay, go ahead and drink hemp milk. But if you have certain conditions already, I would not recommend that you drink hemp milk, even though it is nutritious. Find other sources. Yes, sir. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Let me see if we got some questions out here because I know they're going to be blowing up in a second. The calling number is 347-205-9089. I know there's some symptometry students out here studying for their exam right now where you have really shocked their world right now, Dr. Nardi. You done hit them with the horn. They're saying, man, oh, man. So let me open up the lines. Let me get a uh I got to get a first question. I, I still got my question. I'm going to open the lines up and take these first four callers, and then we're going to keep it popping. So, Seabock, uh, Willow, you up first. Uh, 954, you up second. 678 out of Atlanta, you third. And then the, uh, I think we got 918, you're, uh, you're fourth. So let's keep, the, uh, let's keep the question short so we can keep the conversation moving. And turn your speakers down, please, before you, uh, before you come on the line. Uh, Original Native Radio to Seabock, Willow, your microphone is live. What's going on, big bro? Hey, peace, peace, peace. How you doing, Dr. Nardi? Oh, sorry, sir, sorry, sir, yeah. Hey, peace, Dr. Abbott. Thank you. Um, see, Bob. Yeah, um, just a quick question. Um, can you explain the effect of smoking marijuana, what it has on the lungs, what kind of effect it has on your lungs? Yeah, okay, thank you very much. Um <sighs> Marijuana, as I said, it, 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 it removes nitrous oxide from circulation. This is one. It delays, it delays um, the renewal of lung tissue. Don't wow. forget that. Don't forget that uh, the colon has to renew its tissue every six weeks. The mouth has to renew its tissues every three weeks. 
the stomach has to renew its tissues every eight weeks. They all have their schedules. They all have their schedules. And if you are going to delay, or if something is delaying the renewal process, don't forget that what is health. The formula for health is tissue renewal plus nurturing plus enzyme surplus equals health. You have to know how to help your tissues to renew, to renew themselves. If you don't know how to do it, and you smoke something that is going to delay a tissue renewal process, you are going to have pneumonia. And if this extends to your diaphragm, you are going to have emphysema, where the diaphragm is not stretching to help you to breathe properly. That is emphysema. And if you have a virus that goes into your, your lungs, and then it becomes viral pneumonia, and then you go to a physician who is going to treat you with a pharmaceutical drug that will target the, 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 the virus, that will be a mismatch. The root cause of the problem will still be there. I am treating people who experience shortness of breath even though they don't have pneumonia. They are experiencing <clears throat> shortness of breath. They cannot walk two blocks without sitting down. They cannot. What is happening to these people? These people cannot renew the tissues, the tissue of their lungs. Their, bon their bronchioles and all, they are all in tatters. And if you make a mistake and you smoke cigarette, <laughs> in addition to that, well, yeah, that would not be the best picture. Uh-oh. Because cigarette, the, the cigarette smoke has acetaldehyde. Acetaldehyde plus THC, that is a deadly combination. Mm. You smoke marijuana today, tomorrow you smoke cigarette? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you see, symptometry is here in order to enlighten the world on how to live properly on this planet. Many people do not know how to live on this planet. The plants that you see have vibrations. God created them too. They have vibrations. If you did not use a rama laser to... to, to to determine the vibrational level of, of many plants, you'll be lamentably sorry. Herbalists don't use a, hammer, a, a rama laser. They just follow tradition. Mm. They use, to use this plant for diarrhea, use that plant for dysentery, use this plant for that, use this plant for headache, use this plant for menstrual cramps. They don't have any science behind what they are doing. All right. Let me go back and see see by uh see by Willow. How's that for you? Oh, that was vanglorious, bro. <laughs> 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 I 
with new discoveries. Because I, I consider myself a scientist myself, even though I, I study it, but I don't really do experiments anymore. And there's one thing I know is that there's a lot of misinformation that is circulating basically out in the public. Now, how you get the, the truth from the lie is proof. So okay. when people mm-hmm. make claims about certain things, they got to have proof to prove what they claim. So my question to you is, what is the proof that you have of everything that you just said? That's one. And two, there's over 200 different marijuana plants, and they all have their own characteristic and personality. Just like you have oregano and you have thyme, they're herbs. So how can you generalize what you're talking about Um Underneath all of them, because they all have like different personalities. Good. So I, I'm curious. No, no, no. How can no, you generalize, no, no. generalize like that? That is, that is, that is, that is. Three, that no, 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 no. No, you want to I'll take, I'll take one question at a time. Okay. <laughs> yes, I'll take one question at a time. If you, if you want proof, this is what symptomatic is all about. I would. I don't discuss anything without proof. First, I cure diseases, and the mere fact that I cure diseases, there's proof right there. No, that's not if, proof. What I'm saying, I mean, you cure diseases, but that's not proof of what you're saying because you said, no, no, because no. I, I need the proof of, of the of you saying that you get emphysema and you know all these things from smoking it. So. I mean, I haven't met anybody that had any problems. I don't know if, if the people that you dealing with smoke cigarettes and smoke marijuana, which is a it's an issue because that's how Bob Marley died. But from everybody that I know that just smokes marijuana, they don't have all these issues that you're talking about. So I, I just that, need to know the that proof is that you're fine. talking about. Are these people smoking cigarettes and marijuana, or are they just smoking strictly marijuana? They smoke, they smoke cigarette, they smoke cigarette and marijuana, and the, the the good part is that most of them stopped smoking cigarette, and most of them stopped smoking marijuana. Don't forget that I am treating many, many veterans, war veterans. I am treating oh, many okay. war so veterans. Then if you only treating war veterans, how can you just no, 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 stop jumping in. I am okay. treating many war veterans, and when they tell me what their situation is, what they used to smoke, I find a particulate that matches their condition, and the condition is cleared. If it was not caused by the cannabinoids of marijuana, it would, have, it would not have worked. That is what I'm saying. So how, how do you come to that conclusion? Because, like, every individual, they do certain things. So, like, I'm trying to figure out how you come to that conclusion. All these people have the same habits, is that what you're saying? Or do they live different lives? And you no, no, have. no. They do not have different habits. You, you, first of all, you you started, you, your, your preface was science changes. That is not true. That is not true. Science does not change. The, the, the research that was made, that the research that was made 
500 years ago. You go to the, you go to the food science lab, you are going to get identical results. Science does not change. It is individual with peptide-deficient brains that modify science, that manipulate scientific results for their own benefit. But science never changes. This is why it is science. Science doesn't That's change, but discovery changes, changes like the outcome. Like when you get discovery, like I'll give you an example. You know, when yes. they, they were saying that margarine was bad for you, um, well, they said it was good for you, better than butter. Then they found out, which didn't make any sense because butter. No, 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 no. They changed that, I, and then you, they said no, that butter is that, better. You know what I'm saying? That like, is that is that is exactly terms. what I'm talking about. That is exactly what I'm talking about. I will never say that margarine is good, and I will never say that butter is good. I will never say margarine is better than butter, or butter is better than margarine. Now I will never say that because of vanadium and molybdenum in both, and because of nickel in margarine. The kind of science that is being used, uh, I will not say they are called, it's called garbage science, but it does not go far enough. Mm-hmm. It does not go far enough. So if you want proof, the only place you get the proof is in the laboratory. If you have never, never worked in a food science laboratory, in a botanical laboratory, you, you don't have to talk at all. Because we are using science and you see it in your, with your very eyes, with your own eyes, you see them. You see the results right there. And then, this is what you do. You get the results from the food science lab. Then from there, you go to the botanical data bank. If you are not a scientist, you will not know how to do all these things. So if you want proof, fellow scientists will confirm what you have done. If right, you are a nutritionist, all it yes? takes is one person, one person is not going through what you're saying to negate your theory. It is not a theory. It is not a theory. It is what you see and what you write about. It is what you see and what you write about. It is not a theory. A theory, a theory is what you think it should be, what you think will make things work. That is your opinion. That is your theory. There is no theory. You put marijuana, you, you prepare marijuana, you put, it in, you put it in liquid chromatography or in gas chromatography. You don't put it in paper chromatography. You put in this, the other chromatography. What comes out is proof of the cannabinoids in marijuana. Then from there, you move to the second phase. The second phase is the data bank. And who fed all these materials into the data bank? Various scientists throughout the world. You compare and contrast all these things. If you are not privy to this kind of information, if you are not privy to this kind of scientific equipment, you, there is nothing you can see. And I think that Dr. Nardi just did a good job of giving you a definition of what proof is. Because you not being a scientist, you not... What he's talking about, I don't see what he's talking about. He said he uses the um the veterans, right? He no, he didn't say he no, uses no, the veterans. No, 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 that's what I said. I said I've treated many of them. There's no, 
there's nobody that I even know of. And I have people that have smoked marijuana for years, and they don't have anything what you're talking about. Full bill of health. They eat healthy. They're fine. They can Full breathe. bill of health. Of black. Who bill of health? Who bill of health? Who gave them the the clean bill of health? Who gave them the clean bill of health? Who? You? What do you mean who? No, when they that's it. Who gave the clean bill of health? They get checked out. I mean, you could tell. They, you you're saying that like in in proof when you're looking at somebody, you can tell when somebody is healthy. No, 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 no. no. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Taken in their no, no, you have never cured a disease, and therefore you have no, you have no, no authority to talk on that. To talk on that, you have no authority. You cannot just look at the person and see the person is healthy. What do you mean by that? This is crazy. No, you've been doing these things for veterans and lab. I go according to what I. It, 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 no, it is not only veterans. I only, I only cited one thing. If you come, if you come to my clinic, if you come to my clinic, and you don't have a problem, fine. But if you have a problem, I will track. I will track it down to the source. I will track it down to the source. You think you are healthy right now? The mere fact that you are asking me all these questions and you keep snapping and interjecting and all that shows that there is something fundamentally wrong with the peptides in your brain. Why? Because I'm challenging you? Something wrong with no! your brain? No! I love, I love I'm challenging. challenging you. It is not challenging. It is not so challenging. Something wrong with my brain because I'm challenging what you say. No, so, it is not. So you don't snap like this. And you're you not expecting to be challenged? Is that no, what don't interject. Don't do interject. Because I, I take offense to that. No. I'm just letting and you know I'm offended. Okay, and I know you're a doctor and all of that, but that don't make you bigger than anybody else on this show. No, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute, hold on, no, Dr. Nardi, no. hold on, Dr. Nardi, yes, it does make him because he's done the work, he, he's in the laboratory, let me explain, uh, his research does mean something, so it doesn't mean that uh, it's not about him pitting, and it's not about you coming on the show and saying that, well, uh, he's not a doctor because you um, uh, take offense, he's giving you the facts, and you responding to it, you responding to it emotionally, he has put the work in. That's what science is for. You haven't put the work in. So for you to come with no evidence, no proof, no uh, scientific uh, actual facts yourself, but only your opinion, then you have the smaller definition of what curing in science is. To And we all heard you say, I can look at somebody and they look good. I can't look at a woman and know whether she has breast cancer or not. I can't look at a person and know whether they have AIDS or not. I can't look at a person. People can tell you anything out of their mouth. You can listen to people and listen to, and, and a doctor who is highly trained like him can listen to you. This, he has thousands and thousands and thousands of uh, documented facts of proof. And then he just gave you an invitation. He's in Westminster, Illinois. He's in Chicago. If you want to come up there and visit the lab, you can call him and set up an appointment and go by there and see. But for you to come on and think that you're just going to uh, say, well, I know that. I, I, I know some people. He didn't say he only treats veterans. He has. He just had a show. He's he treating autistic children to stop running out in front of cars. He's t- uh, treating people who have uh, 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 breast cancer that's moved up into the brain, uh, 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 healing eczema. 
all of these type of things. He's telling you the downside and the upside of it. And because you haven't seen it, you haven't been around the world. You've only been around in your particular circle. And then until you start circulating in a scientific community, which you don't, you 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 operate in a your own particular social community, not a scientific community. Your opinion does not wash. It's just like in a court of law. Hearsay doesn't work. You have to you have to have the proof. So if your proof is, uh, I see people all the time. How do you know what they have? What is your research? Do you have a lab? Do, uh, do you have one microscope? How do you look at the subatomic particles in a person's saliva? This man has all of this equipment. It's all journals. It's, it's, it's all right there. And then for you to come up and just like he said, he said the peptides in your brain. So then you have to go back and do the research and say, what is a peptide? He didn't say anything was wrong with your brain. He said the peptides in your brain is a mis- is uh, malfunctioning, which over 90% of the population of the planet Earth has that same issue because if we don't know what we're putting in our mouths because we haven't been educated. We are cultural eaters. We are cultural thinkers without doing the scientific research. So... We're going to move on to the next. Dr. Nardi, would you, did you have another comment before I move on to the next? Oh, comment? no. Um, what, I, what, I, what, I, what I want to say to the, to the Honorable Lady is I invite challenges. I tell my students at the college, challenge me. Do your best. Critique my work because I want the best to come out of you. So I, I don't shy away from challenges. I love challenges. Challenging things is my cup of tea. I love it. <laughs> but, but, but you know, uh, you know, what my, my observation is is that I, I believe this is, was probably her first time on here, so she was coming from an em- emotional place because marijuana is so dear to her. But at the same time, she doesn't have the ba- she didn't have the basis to understand the, the science behind centometry. And the and the and the verifiable fact that it brings, and so therefore that's why you know it's she she just didn't she didn't really have a clue as to what this is really about. But that's all I have to say in regards to that. So that that that's that, that's how I, that's how I would like to end my comment on on her because uh, they are, don't forget that uh, I was prepared for this show. I was fully prepared for this show because. There are people who who do everything possible on this planet to defend their habit of smoking marijuana. Yes. I am not I am not interested in that. All I'm doing is I'm giving you the positives and the negatives. That's all. It's awesome, baby. That's right. That's how we do it around here. Just give you the facts, and then you make your own decision. But always remember, it's going to be you and your cells. It ain't going to be Dr. Nardi and you and your cells. It's going to be you and your cells. This information is about you honoring your own cellular com- uh, composition, not your taste buds. So that's what I tell people is watch out by letting your taste buds run your cellular composition. You will be wise to listen to your cellular composition to determine what comes through your taste buds. I didn't like yogurt. I've never liked yogurt. I still don't like yogurt, but I have acquired a taste for it, and I have started seeing the results since I have been involved in improving on my cellular composition. So 
That's what I got to say about that. Let's move on to the next caller. Caller from the 678-694. Your microphone is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Yes, my dear. This is Doc Baj. I want to salute and sue Dr. Maxwell Nardi and you, Kyle. How are you all this evening? You're fine, fine, fine. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Nardi, I know you know so many people that you can't possibly remember us, but I was up there with you all in um, – in Greensboro, I gave you a gift, and we spent a little time together. I haven't called you because it isn't time, but I have what, a what, comment. What is your name? What is your name? Vaj. Vaj, the one that gave oh, me the no. picture. Oh, you, no. You, you gave me a picture. You gave me a that's, picture. The, the picture is on my desk. That's good. Well, I got, I'm, I'm coming to you, but I, I, I want you to let me say something because this recording is going down in history. Number okay. one, I have, to, I have to first tell my people, you know, Respect is something that if your mama didn't teach it to you, you're in a place where you're going to learn it. Any person of any color from anywhere that can speak English, that is delivering light, that is backed by research and time and love and care, you do not speak to them like you're speaking to someone off of the street. It is time for us to stop defending our fucking addictions and our limited little minds because we require help, and he is offering you light and love and peace and joy. You have a right not to disagree, but I don't even own this show, and I am offended by anyone would dare speak to him that way. Number one. Number two, I want to say this to you, Dr. Nardi. I am 66, as you know. I was a pot smoker when I was younger, and the reason that I stopped was this. When I was studying, my bishop was a high, we were in high, high Christianity, although we were mystics, and one day when we were on a call, she said to me, Vaj, you have to stop smoking marijuana. Now, I never told her I was smoking marijuana, but she's a high (laughs) intuitive, and she knew it. And I didn't fight with her because this was the first woman in my life who ever knew more than me about topics that I knew nothing of. Where I was a hustler, I was slick, but I didn't know nothing about religion and God because I wasn't trapped in religion. But this is how she backed it up. She records our phone calls a lot of the times because I was always a good speaker. Oh, I see. You understand? But as I was being groomed as a prophetess, I had to even get better. And I asked her, I didn't curse her out. I was a little annoyed because I love pot. I mean, really, I smoked every day. (laughs) And this is what she said, Dr. Nardi. She says, I'm going to send you a copy. This is when audio tapes was still the case. I'm Mm going to send you this copy of this tape, and you're going to play it three times. And after you've played it one time, you will know that you have to stop smoking. But then you're going to be pissed. You're going to play it again, and it'll get a little calmer. And by the time you play it the third time, the choice will be this. Either you will give up smoking so spirit can fill you with itself, or you will continue to smoke and we will no longer be in alliance. And the reason is this. She said, when you think you are completing sentences, and you are not. Your brain is moving That's at a right. different pace than your voice, and That's you right. think you are saying whole sentences, and you are not. Dr. Nardi, when I heard everything, she's a prophet, trained me to be a prophet. By the time I heard it the first time, I was in tears. By the time I heard it the second time, 
I was destroyed. So please tell us. I think she said when I called her back that it was burning the neural circuits in my brain. Please tell them that this is correct, and please explain it to them why. So I am proof. I stopped. Every time I smelled it like behind some brothers walking down the street, I would smile and remember. But I have never picked it up because spirit did what she said. It filled me with itself, and I am a dynamic mystic. So please share with us how that is correct because that's an important thing that people don't get to know when they're not working with someone like my bishop who has their best interests at heart. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, um, the, this cannabinoids that I've been talking about, they, they burn the neurotransmitters in your brain. Mm-hmm. They, mm-hmm. they burn the neurotransmitters in your brain. And don't forget, don't forget that the brain cells, look, when you when when you I don't know whether you've seen uh, you've been you've been in a in a well I don't I don't think you are privy to that but when they cut the brain open during mm-hmm. neurosurgery mm-hmm. there is no fat at all in the brain no oh, fat really? at all no, no fat okay just mush just mushy substance called gray and white matter no okay. fat at all. And all you see are all you see are blood vessels and nothing but nerves and nerves and nerves. They send signals. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, they mm-hmm. send signals, signals mm-hmm. upon signals. Mm-hmm. This is where I got the idea that my God. So the human body is a great, great communication system. That's exactly correct. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. It's a great so you have to be in the area. You have to be in the area and see things with your eyes. Mm-hmm. You see, mm-hmm. that is what we that's what we do differently in symptometry. We mm-hmm. see things with our eyes. That's right. And most of the things I I I I was in the mortuary and when when medical examiners cut people open and you see the different colors and how people how people even hurt gray even before they die. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You see, mm-hmm. poor circulation. Poor mm-hmm. circulation. The heart pumps blood and the blood, I mean, and the heart itself is anemic. Mm-hmm. The heart itself is anemic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, when we say these are the positives of marijuana, but mm-hmm. these are the negatives. I always have to bring the negatives so that mm-hmm. people should be should, people should be aware mm-hmm. of the downside mm-hmm. of smoking marijuana. Very true. And you were very lucky that you had a, a you had a person who was spiritually charged. Yes. To advise yes. you to discontinue the habit. That's right. That's she right. did not have any science behind what she was doing. Not a thing. But she That's used right. intuition and she used That's divine right. intervention to do that. That's right. That's right. And she knew I honored her enough to listen and to speculate and to do my own research on me by listening to that tape. You're correct. Exactly. That's you see. correct. So this is how neurotransmitters are. This is how they work. And in the brain uses nothing but signals upon signals upon signals. Mm-hmm. It's a signal system. And mm-hmm. if, you use a, if you use something that mm-hmm. is going to disrupt mm-hmm. the brain signal system, you are going to disrupt brain chemistry. That's just like the cell phone and the towers, how you go in and out of service. It's the same. We are a, exactly. We are a, we are a, trans, a, trans, a receiving and transmitting station, but that's no one taught us how we work. That's right. That's exactly. Well, listen. That's what we are. 
That's so right. Thank that's you. Why it is, that's why Thank it is good to discuss this show so yes. that people people uh, who are who indulge in this habit mm-hmm. should think twice because in the long run they will be losers. And listen, too, on top of that, the young lady mentioned something about everybody or people having a good bill of health. We only go to the doctor (laughs) or to the clinic when we are in pain, when we are sick or bent over. And that does not mean that because you're not sick and bent over that you're in good health. That's a fallacy. But even, Vaj, let me me add some more because when you go to see your, your physician for your annual physical, Mm-hmm. There are certain areas that your physician will not be able to touch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have dry heels. Mm-hmm. Is, is the physician going to go, go, going to do a test to find out why <laughs> your heels are dry? No, sir. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. So he's only going to do blood work. Mm-hmm. He will check your blood pressure. Mm-hmm. He will check your, 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 your blood glucose level. Mm-hmm. And then you breathe off fine, okay, okay, inhale, exhale, all right, that's it. So if you call this a clean bill of health, then I'm sorry. <laughs> I am sorry. All right, listen, I'm going to listen. Blessings to you all. I'm in the chat room. Dr. Nardi, I love you, and I will speak to you very soon. I've just been waiting for spirit to kind of guide me, and this is my week. I will be calling you next week. Have a wonderful Excellent. evening. Love All right, you too. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, okay. Kair and Ensu. I'm in the chat room. You can leave me on the call, on the call though, Kair, okay? Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you for calling in with your energy. Appreciate it. Love you. Love you too, baby. Yes, yes. All righty, We got it fired and smoking up in here, Amsu. We got that uh, we got that rocket fuel out here, and we out here holding holding cigarettes in our hand. <laughs> Burn it up. Oh, yeah, we're going to spark it up some more. Call it from the 918-918-948. Your microphone is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Greetings, Hotep. My name is Kadir. How you doing, brother? Oh, fine. Having a big time. How you feeling tonight? Um, I'm, you know, I'm feeling all right, man. You know, I'm, I'm, I just come in um, divine love and truth, you know what I mean, from the higher realms. You know, come to shine a little bit of light. As we know, uh, the understanding of man um, is, a, is, a, is is kind of, Overrated, and uh, the logical mind can't always see things, you know, due to propaganda that's been uh, provoked and put upon us in institutions of teaching. And, uh, and as far as what I see, that science isn't nowhere near where it should be as far as its understanding of the workings of the human body and um, Mother Nature and how they resonate together. What I want to say is that in marijuana, there are tiny crystals. And um, in the human genotype, there I'm gonna use science. I'm gonna apply science. And uh, Doctor Nay, this is a, I'm a, I'm not doing this to challenge you. Like I said, I'm just giving information <laughs> uh, a different perspective, so not to debate. But you 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 know that you know that I love challenges, right? Yes, sir. No doubt. But you know, I'm just here to share a little science because uh, as as I said, every coin has two sides. Now, yes, exactly, marijuana exactly. has tiny tiny crystals on it, and in the human genotype and the genetic structure, there are crystalline structures within that. Now, when you consume marijuana, it's not so much the plant marijuana itself, it's the crystals in marijuana. And what they do is they are reacting to the crystal genotypes within the blood type. You know what I mean? It's, it's a natural res- resignation. That's why a lot of uh, certain groups of people enjoy in taking marijuana. You know what I mean? This, this is something that's been going on in culture since Kemet and Kush. You know what I mean? And, and marijuana didn't even come from this plane. You know what I mean? It has many medicinal properties. However, what I'm saying yes, is, is even, mm-hmm. even the plant, even the plant, the fact that the plant, the 
female plant is symbolic and sacred geometry of goddess energy, meaning the female plant is what produces these crystals. And we know if, if we induce certain crystals into our body, our body works on electromagnetic frequencies and vibration. And what these right. crystals do is they conduct energy. You know, just let me finish. And through conducting this energy through the body, it flows. Not only does marijuana open the electrical fields and chakra centers, it also opens the pineal gland. Now, they, the propaganda says do not smoke everyone. Yes, it, does, it can have effects if not done in moderation. And it's all about the intent of how you will think. Now, I'm not here to say what you're saying is incorrect or what I'm saying is correct. What I'm doing is presenting facts to be true, you know what I mean, from, from, from what I see, you know what I mean, and, and I'm backing it with science. Now, uh, if you could elaborate on the genetic structure and crystals and how they apply and how that's symbolic, you know what I mean, to the ancient feminine energies that flow through us. Because when we, when we induce marijuana into our body, what we're doing, we are, are numbing our minds, meaning that we are leaving the, the electromagnetic frequency of this realm and how we think because we're on, on energy field. And if we're on this energy field, our brains will, will, will react a certain way to certain energies. And when we numb that down, we tend to leave that logical side and go into the darkness within or the intuitive side or the goddess. You know what I mean? And that's why when a lot of people smoke marijuana, they, they don't speak sentences because they are in another state. You know what I mean? They, they are within. And a lot of people reflect, you know what I mean, and meditate when, it, when it's used in moderation and correctly. Like I said, it's about the intent. You know what I'm saying? Now, I'm going to say this. Regardless of what anybody's credentials are, you know what I mean, it, just because somebody works in a university or has a credential to name them a doctor, like me, myself, I am an ordained reverend, a doctor of, of metaphysics. That doesn't mean I, I don't present that to people because it, it, no, it, it doesn't hold nothing for me. You know what I mean? Not saying to take away from the research you put in the hours and the intent because what you do is out of love to help. You know, that's what it's about. It's about the intent. You know, but what I'm saying is, is we got to deal with equality here and look at things objectively and, and from all aspects because there are deeper levels to everything in, in creation than what we look at on the surface. You know, every, the plant of marijuana was put here for medicinal purposes and for spiritual purposes, but that has been lost. And it was a part of the culture of the original people of the sun. You know what I mean? These, these things were induced, just like the Red Road with the Native Americans. But I'm going to stop right there because I don't want to take up too much of the brother's time. You know, I'm sure he has some good information he needs to share as far as the, the, the physical, uh, the physicality. You know, I just want to bring the metaphysical and, and, and a little bit of the higher science and the symbology of the goddess energy in marijuana and, and how it activates certain aspects of the self that we don't normally activate every day. Yes, yes. Uh, what, 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 what you are doing is you, you, want, you want some additional enlightenment on what you just said. Uh, you want some additional enlightenment, and I welcome that. And the crystals that you talk about, the genetic crystals that you talk about, everything is about the pairing of the amino acids in the gene and the pairing of the amino acids in DNA. And once the pairing is properly done, this is how, this is how the adrenal gland produces more no epinephrine to help a person to relax. So I left these things out because when I'm talking to the general public, I don't use too many technical terms because we have people of different levels who are listening. But if I were talking to somebody like you exclusively in the classroom, I would release the full blast 
of genetic information. So what understand you? Yes, that's correct. So what, as far as the metaf metaphysical aspect is concerned, is the vibrational world, how it helps to unite and how the, how it helps to unite and enhance interconnectedness. That is where the metaphysical aspect is coming in. It is true they they use that they use that for spiritual purposes. They use that for spiritual purposes. That's why I never use the term psychic. If you if you listen to my presentation, I never use the term psychic because the vibrations help a person to transcend the psychic world. Now, no, uh, if you have. Pardon? Oh, I was going to say that there, you know, there are many different drugs. I mean, if you will, if you will, ayahuasca, peyote that different people around the world use for those. That's correct. That's correct. Yes. Mm -hmm. But the same type of effect. But at the same time, it's on a physical level. Whether or not the person is reaches this this high spiritual understanding, their their physical body still in, uh, actually goes through a negative effect based on the toxins and the uh, growth factors that are left from using those things. So um, that's 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 just the way that you know the science works around it. Is that you still have those growth factors that are left from using marijuana or any other type of drug based on the molecular structure? Right, and, and you know, and, and brothers, not to cut you off, I just want to interject. You know, and and you know, with due respects, you know, as I said, you know, uh, this is all about learning and growing, and I, I agree. That's correct. That's correct. Yes. Respectfully, um, you know, the thing is, is true indeed that there are scientists in labs and you know people that put in research and everything and whatnot. You know what I mean? But who is how is it anybody's place to tell you when it comes to that specific topic that is incorrect? When in fact. When in fact, and this is fact and truth, this is evidence, that it was a part of the original culture, and it was who taught who to smoke marijuana and why. This is a science. That's what I'm saying. This is herbology. You know what I mean? This, 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 is, this is esoteric information. You know what I mean? These are the, the knowledge has been lost, not what science is presenting. You know what I mean? Like I said, and, and I'm sure, Doc, you can agree that science is behind, you know, and, and we're learning new things every day. But, again, that's a thousand years from now things will be discovered that, you know, they thought they discovered, but come to find out it was incorrect. You know what I'm saying? But what I'm saying is if there's a natural genetic resignation to groups who smoke marijuana and the reason why they smoke. Like I said, but I said, you know, people can abuse things and there must be a moderation or you will destroy your body. You know what I mean? But when you do in moderation, you know what I mean, you are able, when, when you induce correctly and you are on a certain vibrational frequency, you can open up certain aspects of the self that you wouldn't normally do, you know. But what I'm saying, at the end, I'm going to end with this, is do not grow a codependency on a physical, external thing in order to get to your higher self. You know what I mean? That's the thing. It's all about evolutionary processes. And there are things in Mother Earth that are here to help us when we're not at certain stages if we don't do in moderation and we understand the science on it. You know what I mean? What I believe is that you should go within, find the inner strength within yourself, to overcome whatever you have to do and reach your higher self through the opening of the Kundalini and the chakras, your connection okay. to the universe. Thank All right. You. Uh, All right. Thank you. Um, one thing. One thing is, 
science, even though science evolves, there are certain aspects of science that are undeniable because they are verifiable, perpetually verifiable. The law of gravity is science. It has never changed and it will never change. Vibrations have frequency. It will never change. Vibrations have speed. This will never change. There are certain signs, there are certain aspects of science that are the universal truth. And then there are certain aspects of science that require evolution. So the aspect of science that require evolution must be tied in with the aspect of science that do not require evolution. That's why when I started earlier, I said I don't reinvent the wheel because I go, I put marijuana into gas chromatography, what am I going to get? The same thing. Okay, look at the data bank. How many, how many people did this? And let me compare and contrast what I did with what others did, almost identical. So if that is the case, why continue do something and waste resources? And when you apply, when you when you when you apply, when you work in a full science lab, you always have to apply and then submit your projects. And when they look at your projects and you are going to test, you are going to retest marijuana. They say, but wait a minute. 6,500 6, scientists have gone be, before you testing marijuana. So you are going, you are going to test. What, what, what is new that you are going to find? Okay, we are going to give you this time to, to do your research on marijuana and see if you come with something new. If you don't come with something new, next time they will not give you, they will not grant you, uh, they will not grant you permission to continue to do your research. So this is this is this is what is done as far as uh, this research is concerned, and the aspects of marijuana that I was talking about is, please do not mix marijuana with alcohol in alcohol. You remember, I don't know whether you, you are aware that I, I did mention this earlier on. People do that mixture. And it is this mixture that will bring them down faster. Exactly. Which is the entire point. You gave people, we're talking about longevity here. So I exactly agree totally, Dr. Nardi. And to Brother Kadir, we don't live in the past. We live in the right now. So justification of what the ancient societies did doesn't have anything to do with the price of tea in China today. The brother's bringing us to, uh, science right. We, we call symptometry right now science. We don't um, line up with things in the past to see can I validate it. Because if that was the case, people would tend to maybe look at your criminal record and not give you an opportunity to uh, turn over a new leaf. So we're not talking about what the ancient cultures did. We're talking about the science of right now. And right now, the mathematical numbers and proven facts is we live amongst abusive cultures and people. People abuse the bodies every day. More people are going to get 
implements, I mean, implants and surgeries and all this other kind of stuff than they are trying to realign their chakras. So metaphysics is a lovely subject, and we do deal with quantum mechanics here at Symptometry and Original Native Radio, but make no bones about it, we are in the minority. We are in the minority. So we're talking a higher energy science, not for argumentative sake, but to shine our particular vibrational light on people who are willing and able to accept it and move forward and do something with it. And when a brother puts the hours in and he puts the works in and he got racks on racks on racks of evidence, then roll with it. Better to roll with it than get rolled over. Now, we got four more minutes. If anybody wants to come on to the call, the lines are still lighting up. Y'all better hurry up and get in because you know what happens in three minutes. It shuts down and we're going to the after party. And in the after party, you know what happens. It's awesome, baby. So you better go ahead and get ready because we're going to keep on. We're going to keep on picking them off. So the calling number is 347-205-9089. 347-205-9089. I would advise everybody, you got three minutes and about ten seconds to call in ASAP. Do not wait. Otherwise, you're going to miss the rest of this conversation. Because I still ain't even dropping the, my Kaya line of questions because I'm letting my callers get in first. So let me move on to the next caller. Caller from the two one. uh and 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 also, if you smoke weed, don't sit here and try to defend it. I'm, we are uh, ask them questions, okay? This is not this is the, this is not the Naughty's classroom. Period. He's my invited guest. If we listeners are listening in, so we can learn things. So I'm not. Um, I don't mind people coming in with comments, but until I check your credentials. And see what evidence you have to produce. You're not the official teacher here on Original Native Radio. Dr. Nardi is, Dr. Abbott is, and Coach Kair is. And we all believe in the facts and proving it. So what our personal feelings are, we put to the side. So go back over to SymptometryBooks.com, listen to the show number one, where really show number two, when we had a ladies' night show, and the women all night, they just kept asking Dr. Nardi, well, what do you feel about this? What do you feel about this? Dr. Nardi says, I don't have much common sense. I don't feel about anything. I take it to the lab. All right? So when we take it to the lab, we're talking about testing from equipment that costs hundreds of thousands of dollars. So And it's proven. Science is not changing. The speed of light is not changing. The sun is not getting ready to move a million and a half miles closer to the planet Earth. Water will always be water, okay? But marijuana, the one of the reasons we have in this show is because so many different strands have been modified that all of them are not from the original strand of marijuana that was inside the sarcophagus of the uh, the comedic pharaohs. So we got a lot of people out here spraying marijuana. You don't know what people are putting on the marijuana. You don't know whether you're getting some good or whether you're getting some old uh, something crazy. So we're giving you some some facts in order to, if you want to make the decision to keep on smoking, that's on you. You want to keep on smoking blunts, that's on you. If you want to keep on doing whatever you want to do, it's your life. But like Dr. Nardi said, sales. Your cells will come see you. Your cells will come see you. Let me get on with the callers. Caller from the 216. 
314. Your microphone is wide open with original native radio and symptometry. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Hey, Kua Tammy. I'm calling from Cleveland, Ohio. Hi. How you doing tonight? Hey, hey. So, you know, I guess that people are just in alignment because the comments that I was going to make, and I'll just briefly make them, um, most of them have sort of been touched on. But, Dr. Narte, um, I guess what I want to to say is, and, and Kair, you sort of touched on this too, the marijuana that used to be is very different. And, again, I'll go back to Our Toxic World by Dr. Um, Doris J. Rapp. Uh, all of the toxins that are and contaminants that are out here and the um, herbicides and fungicides and all that stuff that they spray and that are airborne and, you know, with all the genetic modification of things, who knows what we're getting now, even in our food. And so I guess the best thing for us to do is to not believe all the hype that we hear in commercials because just like we believe what we perceive to be true. If I hear a commercial long enough, I'm going to believe I need some of that drug. And you go into the doctor, they're going to treat your symptoms. They're not going to treat you as a whole body. And the next thing, they'll give you a medication. We don't ask questions about the medication. We go to our local pharmacy. We get it filled. We start taking it. We have other problems. It's a paradigm shift in how we think about everything that we do because everything that we do is because of what we thought was right. And so when you start learning and reading about the centometry, you start to see that what you thought, what you perceived to be correct, is no longer the truth. And so all I'm saying is open up your mind to everybody, for everybody to open up their mind. And, and as the brother said, go with divine truth, and love. So, um, But, Dr. Narte, what I wanted to ask you to speak to a little more of is the fact that since we now have all these, all this junk on our DNA, okay, because of, you know, intermarriages, um, in, the sex, in the slavery, we were raped, we got all kind of groups coming together, how did that change? our cellular structure, our DNA, so that we are having these issues with marijuana. Yes, thank you. Um, when, when it is true, um, our DNA is overburdened because the youngest DNA is 5,000 years old. That's the youngest one. The oldest one is over 5 million years old. Lucy, that was discovered in East Africa, was 4.5 million years old. There were people who lived before Lucy. So that's why anthropologists have estimated that, well, uh, people, men, have lived on this planet for at least 5 million years old. And it's the same DNA that is, that is circulating, that is, that is producing this. And People have had diseases on them, on this DNA, and they are, today they are called hindrances on DNA. Now, a person who is being born, who was born in 1950, 1955, 1960, 1965, and so on and so forth, we have a lot of work to do. We have to peel off layers after layers after layers on our DNA. And if you don't have 
if you don't have a doctor to peel off these layers for you, you are going to have a lot of addictions. And these addictions are going to be they are going to lead to self-destruction. This is why we found a symptometry in order to remove these layers from our DNA. And you see yourself, when you peel off these layers from our DNA, you see that the craving is, lo is no longer there. The craving is no longer there. I am treating people who were addicted, who were very hardcore marijuana addicts. They could not spend a day without what they call a fix. So they had to teach me what a fix is. I didn't know what a fix is. I thought it was a new word. I said, no, that, that, that is their own lingo. That's their own lingo. They call it a lingo. It's a fix. All right? I thought to fix a car or something. They said, no, 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 no. <laughs> so, you see, I'm learning every day. So, hey, people who smoke marijuana are teaching me something new, a new, a new vocabulary, a fix. Okay? And today, they do not have that craving. Some of them do not have the craving. Others, the, in others, the craving is, is as reduced. As it, it, and now, why is that the craving has reduced? The craving is significantly reduced because a layer has been peeled off their DNA. So how do I know this? If somebody will ask me again, how do you know this? All right. The best way to know it is to get results. How do you know that this person is a good mechanic? All right. Take your car to him. He will repair the car. And you'll be on the road again. This is the proof that you have that the person is a good mechanic. So someone so has a chronic... Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. So basically, this is what we are doing in order to restore health at the cellular level and at the DNA level. I have... You, you, you mentioned something that was very interesting. Because I am treating, I've been treating a person who suffers from schizophrenia. She, she hears voices. And what did I use to treat her? I used something to treat her. And what did I do? I helped to reorganize her brain chemistry. She doesn't hear voices anymore. So what did I do right? I repaired brain chemistry. So can somebody do that? Yes, it is doable. If only you have the right, the right technical know-how. This is what, what we do in symptometry is different. We get results. We don't just propound empty theories. Look at all these PADs that are being defended every year from university to university. They have nothing to back it up, uh, to, to, to back up their, their theories. Nothing. But they're just writing it because, okay, the sentence, sentence is, is correct, the grammatical structure is correct, and the syntax is correct, and so on and so forth. The idea is, okay, everything flows, all right, okay, you have your PhD. But in symptometry, you have to prove that, yes, what you said is verifiable. And the only way you know that it's verifiable is by curing the disease. You peel off layer after layer. 
some of these, some of these cocaine, some of these cocaine were sprayed, were contaminated with formaldehyde. Some of them were contaminated with formaldehyde. You cannot cure such a person unless you have softened or removed formaldehyde from the person in addition to tropane in cocaine. Okay, thank you. So uh, let me just ask this. So someone who's a chronic marijuana smoker, um, and let's just say, well, you can't say just plain marijuana because everything is tampered with and, yeah, and, exactly. and messed okay. up. So mm-hmm. let's just say for keeping all playing fields, you have a chronic marijuana smoker. So depending on how far down the rabbit hole their layers go, what type of timeline are we looking at for people to start to see some changes? Of course, um, they stop smoking the marijuana. Yeah, um, the, 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 fastest, the fastest have been three months. The slowest has been one year. Okay. The fastest has been three months. So now it depends on where you bought your marijuana. Right. You know, but and and who are you to to tell? <laughs> they, are, they are selling at different street corners and all that. This one wants his marijuana to be better than the other one. Therefore, he wants it to taste better and all that. So he had to add something to to it in order to taste better. So all these are additional. All these are additional additional layers that have to be peeled from the person. True. And it's probably that much more toxic. And then I guess my last thing would be, you know, uh, with Dr. Narte, the difference with, that I noticed is that doctors of symptometry are healthy. And I know you go into the traditional place, you can't even get in the door because the workers are standing out there smoking. <laughs> and, you know, uh, I, I don't think that I want to be treated by someone who's unhealthy. They come in, they're exhaling, they're blowing their smoke in your face. That's not a cool thing for me. And also, centometrists lead by example. So, you know, again, I'm not willing to go see a doctor who is overweight, got the Dunlap disease. You know, they can't bend down. They're breathing hard. You know, they're bald. I don't want a doctor because that's telling me that they are unhealthy if I look at them. Of course, I'm just making light of that. But yeah, I want someone yeah. who's going to mm-hmm. look healthy. Yes, and oh. this is this is this is why this is why we have many pharmacists and many many physicians who are studying symptometry right now, and uh, they are doing very well in their test. And uh, I'm glad that uh, they are coming on board and. Uh, uh, we are going to put uh, we are going to put on a good show, and I like it. I like it because they come from different backgrounds. They come from different backgrounds, and then uh, they use their backgrounds even to to, to 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 expand the research field of symptometry. That is what I love about 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 them. You know, they they use their the background to expand the field of research. So I want I I welcome people from different shades, different colors, and different backgrounds to symptometry, so that we enrich our base, which is science. You know, we keep expanding it. Thank you. Thank you, Ashe. 
Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Also, I'm streaming live over here on Blog TV. You can go to That's My Good Word. Just in case you drop off, if you can't, if, if something happens with your connection and you're on the computer, go to That's My Good Word dot info and you'll be able to tune in to the live stream. Amsu, check that out so you can see. I can bring everybody into Coach Kair's office so now that people can, who didn't make it in, because tonight, this is our unprecedented. We can only hold 50 people on the line. And tonight we have 51 people on the line. We are at maximum capacity. Time I definitely appreciate it. I told you this was going to be one of those shows. Oh, yeah. And we still got callers on the line. They still lining up right here. Let's, let's get on back to the party. Caller from the 732-881. Your mic is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? This is my aunt calling from New Jersey. My aunt Sesh, what's happening? What's going on, man? It, it was it was looking crazy for a second. You know, I caught I caught the middle of the show. You know, an hour in. You know, I just you know I just wanted to say what's up to you and, and just give praises for Doctor Nardi, man. Um, it, I just wanted to say, you know, I wrote I wrote something down. I feel like a uh, few people were lacking uh, respect, you know, and they were dealing from an emotional perspective. So I like to give, you know, respect, and I personally like to apologize for people like that for not being qualified and being very disrespectful. Um, but I, I wanted to to ask what the formula f- uh, for health was. I know it was said uh, one time. I was trying to write it down, but it was a little too fast for me. Um I want to ask that. Okay, all right, thank you. Um, uh, you see, one thing, one thing is, uh, believe me, um, I've been in this. I've I've been doing this for for more than two decades, and uh, believe me, I've had uh, people who slammed their door at me and all that. So I'm used to that. And then three years later, they call me. Um, Dr. Nadi, uh, will you forgive me? I said, who is this? <laughs> who is this? Oh, um, I am so and so and so and so. Um, you must, uh, uh, so a few years ago, uh, I, I cursed you and I slammed the door. Um, no, you are not at the new office. You are the old office in Markham. You remember? I say yes, I remember. Were you the one who threw uh, a piece of paper at, on my, uh, at, at my desk when you were, you wrapped something and you threw, you threw it on my desk before you, you slammed the door? He said, yes, that's me. All right, so what is going to happen? Then a staff was whispering, charge, charge it, $300, charge it, $300. For misbehavior. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I said no. Uh, so then, then she overheard the she overheard the, his, the whispering, and then she said, "Please, I don't have money right now. I don't have money right now. So please don't charge me three hundred dollars because I heard it. I heard it. I heard it. <laughs> don't you have feelings, Doctor Nati? I'm coming back to you because I know you have feelings." 
<laughs> I say, okay, all right, okay, okay. I have feelings. So what is your problem? Okay, she started, and they told me all of us, okay, I will take care of it. But under one condition, will you come and hug me when you come to my office? They say, oh, yeah, let me come right now. I come and hug you. I say, okay, all right, that's fine, that's okay. So that's how you ended it. So I'm used to that, you know. I'm used to that. Sometimes people have a bad day, and then they, you know, they try to discharge it or load it on on people and all that. So I can take it. I can take it. So I've seen the worst. As far as the formula for health is concerned, is tissue renewal, tissue renewal, plus nurturing, nurturing. Plus enzyme surplus equals health. This is why it is very important that you eat the foods that will help you to produce thousands of enzymes every day. Because once you go to sleep and you wake up the next day, it's a different day, different set of vibrations. The person you met at 12 o'clock yesterday will not be the person you will meet at 12 o'clock tomorrow. It's a different day. So the enzymes don't carry over. The extra that you produced yesterday were designed to help you to break down and liquefy everything that was unhealthy for yourself. Tomorrow, you, you do something also to produce an enzyme surplus. So this is why it's very important to buy the book What to Consume so that you know that if you have diabetes, you have to slice green bell pepper, not, not jalapeno pepper, but green bell pepper. Why? Because, because it has a lot of chromium that helps in sugar metabolism properly. It helps a lot. So eat scientifically so that you produce an enzyme surplus. Crocodiles have survived the dinosaurs because they know how to produce an enzyme surplus. Mmm. Mmm. Thank you, Dr. Nardi. My says you good with that formula? Read it back to Dr. Nardi. Let you know, let him know that you uh, that you ain't wasting his time. I'm good. I got it. You know, I wrote it down. You know what to consume. I got that. You know, I just want to say thank you again to to Kair and and big praise, big thank you to to Dr. Nardi. Keep thank you for doing this for so long because you don't have to do it, but you do it anyway. So thank you a lot. You're welcome. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. That formula, like you said, I want to make sure I got it. Tissue renewal plus nurturing plus excess enzymes equals health. Is that correct, correct. Dr. Nardi? That's correct. Yes. Yes. That's right. We want to we want to get it out here and bring it to the babies. Caller from the eight one three four four six. Your microphone is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Yeah. What's going on? This is Mark from out of Tampa, man. How y'all doing? This is brother Mark who? Yeah, this is Mark calling from uh, Tampa. What's going on, big brother? How you feeling tonight? I'm doing good, doing good, man. Peace to you, Kaya. Peace uh, to uh, the good doc right here. I got a quick question. Um, I'm not going to take up too much time. 
I'm pretty sure I don't I don't know if this question has been asked already. Uh, but uh, what's what, what what was your you know knowing your expertise? What would what, what would be your opinion on seedless or hydroponic? Uh, you know, genetic, of course, genetically modified marijuana versus seed seeded marijuana. Cause I you know I'm not gonna lie, I smoke, but I usually yeah. tend not to smoke. Yeah, I, t- I tend not to smoke. You know, the hydroponics or the seedless. Uh, yes. marijuana. What would your opinion be on that, brother? Thank you, man. Yes, thank you. Uh, yes, uh, what you what you what you observe was that uh, the, geni- uh, the the genetically modified marijuana um, requires more enzymes, more enzymes for its proper metabolism. Uh, if you do, if you already have an enzyme deficit before you start the process of of of, of smoking it or using it. Uh, you're going to have some health problems. That is why uh, to say that uh, uh, every person who smokes uh, marijuana uh, is healthy, uh, it depends on the person who, who, who is smoking it. If you start with an enzyme deficit, you are going to have a serious health problem, especially anything that is genetically modified. What, 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 is, what does genetic modification mean? It means you are rearranging the position of amino acids in the gene. What you are doing is not natural. What you are doing is not natural. It's not like canola oil where you removed, where you removed the, 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 the vanadium and molybdenum from it. No. This one, you are changing the position of, of amino acids. And then that is called plant breeding. That's called plant breeding. You are producing a new variety altogether, if, if, I, mean to, to, I mean to say the least. And this requires more enzymes. And if a person is not healthy enough, is not producing an enzyme surplus, there's going to be a problem. The seedless also, the seedless is, the seedless is okay, but it's always good for marijuana to have a seed. It's always good for marijuana to have a seed so that the nutrients that are in the seeds will trans- transfer to the marijuana so that it becomes marijuana of high quality. Yes, there are different, different, different strains, different, different strains of marijuana. Some are of higher quality than others. Some are of higher quality than others. So, I don't know, you are going to rely on the seller. You are going to rely on the seller and on the credibility of the seller to buy his or her marijuana. What about if he starts lying to you? What about if things are rough and the supplier of this particular marijuana is no longer available and now he has to get a few supplies from another another part and then mix the two? You cannot guarantee the quality of what you get anymore. At first, you were healthy after smoking this. And now, after taking a few puffs, mm, things don't look right. Things don't sound right. Right away, you know that adulteration has taken place. I work in a lab. I know how scientists cut corners. 
And scientists are human beings too. The sellers are human beings too. When the supplier of this particular brand is no longer available or the harvest has been so bad or the rains have, have, have washed away a large portion of his crop, what is he going to do? The man has to survive. That's it. That's a good question right there, big bro. If you down there in Florida and you know anything about the game, you know these brothers that go out here and you go buy a good bag from somebody and be smoking all good and you come back over there and you be like, what's this? And he be like, well, that's all I can get my hands on. Yeah, that's real. <laughs> that's real. You know, that's a part of some too. That's real science. You know, he coming to you, he don't grow it, he distribute it. So, you know, you gotta smoke what he got. And then he trying to make a he trying to make a living. He's not a grower, you know what I'm saying? How many of us go to actual growing farms to get our marijuana or growing our own marijuana? We're not promoting growing the own marijuana, but for those of us who out here who have smoked in the past or currently smoking, you know the houses that you got to go through sometimes if it's a drought or, you know, certain things you got to pay more for the exotic than you would pay for the regular. You get in the regular, you may get, you know, a, a, a larger quantity than if you get in some exotica. So, you know, the, all these factors we have to take into play. And be honest with ourselves. That's really what this show is about, is about being honest with ourselves and what are the choices that we want. Me particular, I say I have to be the master of what I put in my mouth. I can't let what I put in my mouth be the master of me. So I can't let uh, sodas. I, I used to love orange and grape sodas. Then I heard Dick Gregory said, you got to drink 15 glasses of water just to, uh, just to uh, diffuse one 12-ounce soda. I don't want to drink 15 glasses of water. My body may not need that. In symptometry, we teach drink what the body needs. My body don't need soda. My mouth likes soda. My body don't need marijuana. But my but my taste buds may like it. I may have thought it, you know, having um, acclimated it. But then we can take the same subject to domestic violence. You see, some people, don't nobody need domestic violence, but you say, why does a person stay in that situation? So when you got a choice, well, I can't leave him. We got kids together. Well, this is marijuana. You, uh, uh, you ain't having sex with the marijuana. You know what I'm saying? So now I, we did this show tonight so people could play that little Wayne and go stand in the mirror and look at yourself and say, is the marijuana master of me or am I the master of marijuana? And that's the question you got to ask yourself, regardless of whether you're going to keep smoking or not smoking. you got all the scientific facts. And whether you heard a part of the show or the whole show, it went into your subconscious. <laughs> we nurtured y'all back to health tonight. Whether you agreed or disagreed or got disrespectful or whatever, we still put it into your DNA because your DNA is always listening. And when you say the truth, all of a sudden the ears start to perk up. 76, 76 trillion cells in the human body, right, Dr. Nardi? That's correct. No, 75 trillion. 75 trillion. 75 trillion cells, and they all listening, correct, Dr. Nardi? That's correct, yes. That's right. So the decisions that we make when we go up there and say, I did hear the facts. I did hear that I'm smoking carbon monoxide by putting it in this blunt. And then my cells say, well, what you going to do now? 
Oh, I'm going to keep on feeding you carbon monoxide even though I heard. Before I didn't know, but now I do know. I'm going to keep on giving you carbon monoxide. Dr. Narda, you will hear from yourselves, correct? That's correct. That's symptometry. That's a basic neophyte fundamental level of symptometry. You better listen to yourselves. <laughs> I make myself crack up sometimes. Let me give myself a round of applause. <laughs> I appreciate it, big brother, uh, down there in Tampa. We're trying to bring that sexy workshop down there to y'all soon, so stay tuned. We're going to be in Coconut Grove on um, on the weekend of Memorial Day, so hopefully I'll see you in the building, all right? Uh, sounds good, brother. I'll take it easy, man. Hold tight, bro. All right, thank you. Stay on the line because we don't want you to drop off. But if you do drop off, go over to that's my good word dot info and then you'll see the live video stream right there. Coach Kaya throwing peace out to everybody that's in the chat room. Let me get my shout outs real quick. Peace out to YSL, Rich Crown, Pinky, Dr. Book. Uh shout out to everybody still in the chat room. We got a lot of guests. Uh Deborah Bonner, A Victor. Impression L, Lady Fusion, Malachi X's Love, Miss Barry Barry, Neb Maat Ray, uh, what's that? Insist Me, Sister Ignite, Steady Kutu, and Holistic Mystic. We appreciate you for joining us tonight on Original Native Radio, where Tuesday night at 8 o'clock is always popping just like this. Let me stop talking so much because the lines are still lit up, Dr. Nardi. Caller from the 216, your microphone is wide open, 216-404. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? This is Desmond calling from Cleveland. How y'all doing? All right, peace, Lord. How you feeling, brother Desmond? All right, I'm all right. Yeah, Dr. Gnarly, could you uh, please please expound on how cannabis, well, expound it from the plant and used to cure uh, many diseases? Oh yeah. Um, um, are you are you speaking about how um, the homeopathic researchers? Um, um, expanded the therapeutic base of marijuana, or, um, or right. what? Uh, yeah, how they? Um... Oh, okay, good, good, good. You see, um, many scientists are gifted. Many scientists are very, very spiritual, very, very spiritual. And uh, uh, there was uh, there was a scientist. Uh, some of them have done so much work that they refused to have their names. Uh, they refuse to have their names attached to their work. Um, that is, they are not afraid of the results. They are not afraid of the consequences. But it's just their natural way of 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 of, of bringing their contribution to the table of human civilization. So that's how they are. So maybe in the future I will also do likewise when there will be many doctors of symptometry that I will retire and then just uh, disappear and then I just listen, see them at work. This uh, homeopathic researcher decided to do something very interesting. He said, okay, this is a plant. All right. How do I know? Okay, I, 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 know, what, I know what it does when people smoke it. But what else can it do for the human body? All right. Um, this is what he did. He... He reduced. He used the method called succussion in uh, homeopathy to reduce the plant, uh, Indian hemp, to to subatomic particles. And then he said, "This will be my magic bullet." He used that. The pers- a, a, pers- a person had diarrhea, not diarrhea as such, but bowel incontinence where. 
the sphincter, the sphincter of in the inner canal got paralyzed, and uh, the person cannot uh, hold um, her feces, his or her feces anymore. So when he, when they, when it's time for the feces to come out, they just come out. You know, they are, this is happening in many hospitals. He tried that. The sphinx, the sphincters were repaired. Oh yeah. Okay. He move on. He move on to something else. Uh, dry lips. He tried it. The person's dry. The person did not uh, have to have to use any 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 um, uh, petroleum jelly or any jelly at all to to to, to moisten um, the lips. The, he woke up in the morning, and the mouth was bitter. Let me try it. It worked. And he kept doing it, he kept doing it until he got, he got what? 1,655 ailments that these uh, uh, cannabis can cure. And this became his magic bullet. Mm. Okay. So is this and unfortunately, unfortunately, this cannot be produced. This 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 uh, this researcher's work is not produced here in the United States. It's being produced in France. So if I need it, I have to I have to order it from France. I have to order it from France oh, uh, because okay. here in the United States, because of the medical marijuana laws and all kinds of things, uh, okay, all right, who, who is going to sell it to you where you are going to tra transform it into a particulate? Who is going to sell it to you? Who you okay, where did you get it from? Was the person who got it, uh, did, did the person have the license to sell it to you? Oh, you must have a selling license. You know, mm. they put all, all kinds of roadblocks there to prevent <laughs> to prevent people <laughs> from from producing particulates that were made for marijuana in the United States. You know, so if I if if we order it from France, uh, the price will go up because we also have to pay for shipping and everything. So um, instead of charging you one hundred and ten dollars, we have to charge you one hundred and thirty dollars. You know, uh, this is what we do, and then you say, "But okay, how well, come for the other for the other treatments? It is ninety five dollars or it's eighty dollars, and this one alone is this." We'll tell you that. Well, this one is is pricier because it was not made here; it was made in France. So basically, that is that is that that is what has been done in order to expand the therapeutic base of marijuana. Mm, okay. Uh, greatly appreciate it, man. Man, okay. <laughs> All right, thanks. <laughs> I was, I was, I was wow. <laughs> oh man. All right, thanks a lot. Appreciate it, Desmond, for calling in. Don't hang up. Stay on the line. All right. Caller from the caller from the one one one. I think you're calling in from the Skype. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Your mic is wide open. Hello, hello. 
Caller from the one one one. Are you calling in from Skype? All right, we're gonna. I open your mic up. You might have hit it by accident. We're gonna keep it moving. Caller from the seven one nine three two one. Your microphone is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Oh, please, fam. My name is Antonio. I'm calling from uh, Colorado. I actually was just uh, was listening, just uh, trying to soak up all this information that the doctor had to had to share tonight. Um, I didn't really have any right. Questions. You got any comments or feedback uh, from what you heard thus far? Um, it's just eye opening. It's really eye opening. You know that you know we don't get as much information as we should get about some of these these things that we're involved in. Um, I, I personally, you know, I've been going back and forth on that 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 whole issue about marijuana. You know, should I should I stop or you know should I continue? But you know, <laughs> <laughs> you you know, you know how it is. <laughs> yeah. I- I know it's a it's a personal it's a it's a it's a personal choice and it's almost like a you know what I'm saying it's almost like a real marriage because it's been around so long you know they, right. like I said they made the song Mary Jane about it so definitely but it's it's on you how old you are what do you want to achieve as a matter of fact I think it's a good time for me to ask my next question Doctor Naughty the other day uh, brother Antonio listen to this one right here stay stay tuned uh, this may help. Uh, I've been waiting. I've been holding this question since the beginning of the call. Dr. Nardi, uh, you said that um, the other day we were talking about how um, the, how a lot of people um, started getting the benefits of smoking marijuana in the beginning, but after five years of smoking, how the, how the effects started to reverse. And can you please start talking about access to the spiritual realm and whether it is enhanced because a lot of people say oh i i smoke to get high so i can go to those places and they say oh i you know i get i get this vibe when i'm getting high you know that that's the lingo now i'm giving you some lingo dr nardi and they say uh they say well you know um you know this this get me to the ancestors and they use they're always using the shamans Oh, I want to be like a shaman, but they're trying to take shortcuts. All no shortcuts on the spiritual path. So, can you speak to those who insist upon using a part of the facts to say what well, the shamans did it? Yeah, but you're not. Yeah, but you're not a shaman. A shaman has come through an esoteric school. He has been initiated through certain rites of passage. So because you picked up some weed, grind it up, put it in a blunt, or put it in a piece of paper, or put it in a bong and smoked it, or if you even put it in an apple and got creative, that don't make you a shaman. And you're not going to get the same results as a shaman. So, Dr. Nardi, can you talk about some of the spiritual the, uh, the, the spiritual downsides of prolonged smoking of marijuana and how it may uh, retard the process of getting into contact with your spiritual self and the spiritual aspects that are out there trying to connect with us. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Uh this is this is a very good question because um when you are talking about the spiritual side of a person, you are talking about what helps to unlock the forces in your own selves. All these powers are not coming from outside. They were locked in your own cells. And the good feeling that you get, the good feeling that you get 
is coming from your own selves. Now, when you begin, look at this. Look at these shamans, for instance. Some of them had vision. This called vision quests. Some of them had vision. They were very good at forecasting things. They were very good at at forecasting the rain. When this, when the rain is going to fall, they were good at doing all this. And where do they get the information from? They got the information from their own cells, and their cells connected them to their solar plexus, to the gas planets, and from there they got the information. And these people were 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 using pure pure marijuana that was grown. On not on chemicalized soils, they were grown on manured soil. So this was the big difference between them, those people in those days who were so um, uh, prone to metaphysical uh, 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 brilliance and metaphysical achievements. They were doing this and they were getting results. They were helping their community. Why was it that they were so endeared by their followers? It's because they could they could make they could produce rain. They were called rain makers. And once it begins to rain, what do you do? What do you see? Life springs again in the plants. And then you see a river, the the streams, the streams start flowing again. Things that were dry for some time, become to flow again. So this was how they got to the spiritual realm. Those who started drinking alcohol were those who were stuck in the psychic realm. The psychic realm is where everything is reversed. This is where you begin to have the, to bear the consequences of smoking the wrong kind of marijuana. You don't think straight anymore. Your judgment is clouded. So this is the difference between the spiritual and the psychic. As far as the spiritual is concerned, everything is positive. Vibrations are positive. Everything is on the go. It's on the high. This is why you see people, they are so forgiving. They are so forgiving. But once you double with the psychic world, that is led by aldol in alcohol, you are in big trouble. Everything will start be- becoming counterproductive. The marijuana that you smoked, instead of bringing out some health, health benefits, they will begin to lead to self-destruction. So that's the difference between the halluc- hallucinogens that are grown in on on on, on manured soil and hallucinogens that are grown on chemicalized soil. What goes from the soil into the plant is also very important. Then in addition to that, you have insecticides, as Tammy also pointed out, you have insecticides that are sprayed on the poppies. They are sprayed on these plants. So that's the difference.
Dr. Nardi? Yes, sir. Okay, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I have my own self on on, on mute. Uh, Antonio, did you hear that? Did you hear that? I, I heard that. I'm still here. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much, Dr. Nardi, because I'm glad that you brought out that point about uh, sometimes having the having the world flipped upside down on you. So like like even in the eyeball itself, we don't even realize that the images that we're looking at that are upright are actually upside down inside the eyeball, correct? That's correct. So a lot of times our opinions without the scientific research um, leads us to, how would I say, just to the uh, just to the wrong information. But like you said, now symptometry is here, so we can continue to research and provide and um, provide light and influence to people who desire it. Not for everybody. We're not trying to force feed everybody. We're just providing the information. And this is a heavy, heavy subject because a lot of people right now, the U.S. government, a lot of people are trying to pass laws to legalize marijuana. Dr. Nardi, what's your personal opinion, if you have one, on the legalization of marijuana? From what you've seen in your years as an herbalist, as a homeopathic doctor, and as a metaphysician, and as the founder of symptometry, um, what do you think you could see, uh, uh, maybe not in your personal opinion, but professionally, uh, what do you see um, with all of these um people vying for the legalization of marijuana. Is there a reason for it? My 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 answer my answer is an emphatic yes. Legalize it. Because there are benefits to it. And when you legalize it, people will know the difference between good marijuana and bad marijuana. But if you don't legalize it and people are forced to buy whatever whatever is available for a quick fix, uh, this is where many people will, will be in trouble. But when you legalize it, the government will make a lot of money. Look at the government. Look at many, many cities that, that are filing for bankruptcy because they don't have money to run the services. If you legalize marijuana, the government is going to make a ton of additional revenue. <laughs> Do you think that it could also help us uh, get out of some of our national debt? I don't. I don't have. I don't have. I don't have a doubt. I don't have a doubt because people have a lot of uh, 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 spendable income. People have a lot of spare change. They just want they they just want to have a reason to spend that money. If they don't have a reason to spend that money, they are not going to give it out. Mm. There's there's plenty there's plenty spare change out there, but you have to convince them it, that it is worth spending their money on on a certain item. Legalize marijuana. As, as I said. I have never met a smoker of marijuana who is violent. I have never met one. It is only the smoker of marijuana who also drinks alcohol that becomes violent. Yesterday, 
and I had some. I took a few, a few, a few. Um, I think I took about an hour off yesterday, and uh, during my leisure time, I was watching uh, current current TV or the current channel, um, and then they were showing uh, rape rape on the Indian reservations uh, toward the toward the United States where women are abused and all that, and they have nowhere to go, and uh, abuse runs, runs high in the uh, Native American uh, society. And then what were these people doing? They were smoking marijuana, and they were also drinking alcohol. You see? You don't do that. If you have people who are on the spot, you have good counselors and advise these people who are now doing this legally, just like you can go to a, star, a shop right now and buy beer legally, if only you are of age. What is wrong with that? People will know their limits. You don't smoke marijuana and then, uh, and then, and then, you, and then you, you, you run into other cars. I know many people who smoke marijuana, but they are very good drivers also. The only problem is that sometimes some of them are too slow. You see them, you see them driving 45 miles on the, on the, on the left lane, which is, the, which, which is reserved for, 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 uh, for, for high-speed traffic. Well, I, how do I know that? Well, I don't, I don't have any evidence that this person was smoking marijuana. But as you are driving by the car, you smell something that is coming from the car. <laughs> that is marijuana. So this explains why this man is in the is is driving slowly in the in the in the in the high speed lane. So I have proof that it was marijuana that made what that was making him to drive so slowly. So leisurely, because life is good. <laughs> what my what my horns at? What my horns at? Let me get over here. You know, uh, of course, our show would not be complete without uh, without one of our new uh, entries to the College of Symptometry. Just got finished. Going through her grueling uh, entrance exam, passing with flying colors. Let's give it up for Miss Kimberly tonight. Wide open. Good evening, everybody. How is everybody doing? This has been a really interesting talk tonight, so much so that it has induced in me that when I get off the phone, I have to take my particulars for marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I really want to talk about this because this has been a really near and dear topic um, for me. And one of the things that I'm grateful for is to be able to have someone like Dr. Norty that you can talk to about all your problems. Not only is he the doctor, he's like our dad, and he's now going to be my professor, and he's the originator of symptometry, and I'm looking forward to really learning more about this. But for marijuana and me, it was something that it was a habit. And even as I began to start to dabble a little bit with the particulates and taking them, 
I, I, in the beginning, I was reluctant on whether or not I wanted to take my um, THC particulate on a regular basis. But what I can say is, since I'm having intense conversations with Dr. Nordy, I had to ask myself, is this a habit that I'm willing to give up? Because in order to be a symptomatist, I have to be healthy on all seven fronts. And that also means I have to be healthy um, to the point where is this going to master me or am I going to master it? And uh, so far it's been about, um, I think I've been taking them consistently for about six weeks or seven weeks now, and it's been really good that I only have to take them once a day. But like I said, it's awesome, baby. (laughs) Yeah, and um, I have to, but I think also, too, even I was talking to Kyrie in the beginning stages how the habit of smoking and the whole oral fixation, the rolling, the blunt, all of that is connected. And until you begin to start finding new habits, the way that you used to use your time, it can be a little challenging until the uh, the brain starts producing the right essentials and then the habit or the taste and the desire goes away. And that's what has happened to me. So I thank you so much, Dr. Norty, not only that, I can be honest with you and that you only want to see the best in us, but it's also the best in all of your potential students for us to be able to really shine. And like you said, you want us to be better than you. And since I've been on the particular, I have had some amazing results. But one of the things I also wanted to talk about, about the myth of um, that the first young lady who um, talked about um, when she looked at people she, uh, they appeared to be healthy. I was one of those people that I thought I was healthy. Healthy. I've never been diagnosed with anything. But when Dr. Norton say, "Well, do you have dry skin? Do you grind your teeth? Do you, you know, do you have dry heels? You have balding? I had constipation issues that he helped me fix, and so forth." I began to realize that I wasn't healthy as I thought I was. And one of the things that I'm noticing now is that as my cells are being clean, the marijuana was suppressing all of the things that were going on with me, and I'm now experiencing circulation problems. So I never did talk to Dr. Nori about that, but just listening to the call tonight now makes me wonder why my feet cramp and I get these cramps in my legs at night. So it's telling me that my body is going to start to now to release some of the things that I've been suppressing over the years because I had a marijuana smoker. So I definitely want to, am going to be watching myself more often to see what other things are going to come up and then call Dr. Nori for a particular to help me with that issue because I, I want to be healthy on all fronts. And I just want to just close by saying thank you so much, Dr. Nori, because the last nine weeks, not only with my dad health, basically turning the corner and now he's ready to go get his driver's license. I want to say that my whoa, 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 whoa. Yes. He's getting ready to go and get his driver's license? Yeah, last week he went to get his glasses and this week he's going to get his driver's license back. Uh, I am very happy. I'm very happy. Yeah, that's he's good. He's ready to go fishing. So, <laughs> it's awesome, so anyway, baby. I'm really, I'm really looking forward to this journey. I'm looking forward to, you know, learning more about the human body and really being able to um, go out and help more people like you have been able to help me and my family. And thank you very much. 
Yeah, welcome. Yeah, welcome. Um, yeah, thank you. That's what I'm talking about. We're right here saving lives. Y'all get your hands together. Get up on your feet for Kimberly's father. Man, been on the oxygen tank, been around the house all grumpy. You know, went and got him some glasses and say he getting ready to hit the road. He ready to get back on the road, man. Say what, Ampoo? I said he about ready to get back on the road now. He yes, ready to get on the road. Is. He getting ready to go shopping. He getting ready to get him a big Mercedes. It's in the closet. He don't even use it anymore. It's in the closet. It's put up. So What's in the closet? His oxygen tank? Yeah. <laughs> it's in the closet. <laughs> mama, now every day mama calling me, can you say Dr. Norty can help so-and-so with this? Oh, my God. Miracles are happening. Miracles are happening all over the planet. And if you ain't Oh, well, I don't want to overwhelm Dr. Murdy, but if you ain't got in the queue, you need to get in the queue because it'll probably be about three or four weeks before he can get to you. But be patient because you've had all your symptoms for so long, and I can guarantee you that you will get better. Just be patient, and he takes his time with each and every client, and just get in the queue so that you can get your healing and you can begin to start living your best life. Exactly, exactly. That's what I'm talking about. Because that's that's the fact. I called the other day and Dr. Naughty said, Yes, Kaya, I have your file right here, you number sixty five. So I'm the, I'm on the show every Tuesday night. And I'm in line just like everybody else. So I'm about to call, you need to call as soon as you get the order, you better call him to get in the queue for your next order. Exactly. Yeah, I, I was number I think what, three hundred and seventy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, definitely we want everybody, if you have, this is your first show, we want to invite you back next Tuesday at 8 o'clock, each and every Tuesday at 8 o'clock. If you've missed any of the uh, past shows, please go to symptometrybooks.com, symptometrybooks.com. You can receive all of the latest titles that Dr. Nardi has, uh, Downside of Nutrition, 45, I mean, uh, What to Consume, the uh, book on the vaccines, Everything, everything. And then also there are links. You can click on the Symptometry logo and it'll take you to the Symptometry.com main website. Please, please, please don't hesitate. Participate. Don't hesitate. Participate. We definitely appreciate each and every person that has came on tonight, shared with us. We broke ground tonight. We broke bread. We got new record numbers up here. The show has been amazing. Dr. Nardi, how do you feel tonight? Give me some feedback from you, Dr. Nardi, about tonight's show. You've been on each and every show with us. How do you feel tonight's show ranked with uh, all the other shows that we've done? No, no. Today, today's show is super. Today's show is super. It is really kilometric. It is, it is beautiful. <laughs> it is beautiful. And uh, hey, I've always said that your audience, your audience, I've been on several radio shows, and your audience is the best. I will repeat it anytime. Your audience is the best. And don't forget that when you have challenges, oh well, I love it. I love it because it really shows. That okay, let's find out who is going to yield first, you know, and then we'll keep digging out and digging out, and eventually everything goes. So I like your show. I I will be around for the next ten thousand years. We will be around for the next ten thousand years. Go ahead, Amsu, drop it. Okay, well, it, it was hot tonight, and it, we and it's definitely something that you got to come back at again because you know this was like a monumental show. I mean, the chat room was just loaded, man. 